All right, I just opened that nice into the mic, um, and I've gone ahead and started like I usually do. Oh, okay. That was a shitty. <laughs> well, hello, everybody. Yeah, um, you're not John. No, I'm better than John. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> I don't talk about sports. Absolutely. <laughs> In fact, I don't give a fuck about sports. So. Right, and that's why he's replaceable. Yep. <laughs> that sounds awful. Anyway, uh, this will be the Masters of Nothing episode 15. All right. Uh, today I have Tim Westbrook with me instead of John. Yep. Which, uh, if you guys have listened to previously, he's been on a few episodes. Uh, uh, two or three. Usually in a nice uh, three-way. You know, you know, three being the magic number for podcasting, I would say. Yep. But uh, <clears throat> no, we're just uh, just me and Westbrook tonight because John plays intramural adult volleyball for some reason on Fridays. And not even that far away. Yeah. Just down the road. He's smacking balls around. <laughs> His favorite pastime. <laughs> He's going to make me I make can't fun. blame him for that. Nah. But anyway. This episode brought to you by Mountain Dew Amp, apparently. This is what you heard me opening. <laughs> is that Mountain Dew? Yeah. No, it's Twitch the drink. <laughs> it's liquid Twitch. I, I had no idea that Amp was actually like Mountain Dew. Though. Well, they don't have the Mountain Dew label on it anymore. But when it first came out, it was Mountain Dew. Huh. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, I thought it was named Amp. Hmm. It's owned by Pepsi. Maybe they but. maybe they changed it because they started the whole Kickstarter thing. Probably yeah. Kickstart being uh, it's like juice and caffeine and it's stuff. Good. It's not bad. It's not Amp. Amp. I don't care. They could take all the caffeine and shit out of it as long as it tasted the same. I would drink the hell out of it. Well, I like the I like the Kickstarter because it has the black cherry. That's about really the, the that biggest. That one's not bad. I, I think actually thing. lime is my favorite Kickstarter, kind of like with Amp. There, there's a few flavors of Amp as well, but uh, lime, classic lime. Will. There's different flavors in Amp? Yeah, there's. I think there's a black cherry Amp or a kiwi strawberry or some shit. There's like two or three different flavors. Huh. That's interesting. But I, I stick with my classic lime, I guess. Yeah. It's usually the best. Surge is just like straight up freaking... Orange juice almost now. I know. It's uh, like I was telling you earlier, whenever at first you didn't believe me that Circle K sold them, which uh, they totally do they for do. a dollar a pop. Uh, yeah. So if anybody wants Surge, go to Circle K. Yeah, but um, yeah, it's uh, it still tastes fine, but uh, it's not. It's, it's different. I think I think Balls is still the better right now. Yeah, but those are harder to find just in a convenience store. You know? And that's why they're probably the same. They have been because they're fucking, they haven't changed them. So Yeah, well, I think there's a distributor. and I'm, I know there's that soda place over in Lakeland, which they also have a location over here in Tampa and Dale Mabry. But um, I think there's like a distributor around Orlando or Lakeland or something of balls. Like, I mean, you'd have to buy them by like the caseload and stuff. There's I know actually like a soda factory or something around here? No, like a distributor, I would say. Like, I don't think they bottle it there or anything, oh. but it's like they... It, Sell other things and stuff. I hmm. think because there was a representative from Balls at uh, the last Nerdfest last year or two years ago. That's kind of weird considering no, most of year. your products not in stores around here. So yeah, but it still sells on like ThinkGeek.com and Amazon has Balls. You know, oh they do. And they also have Vector Cooler, which I have not bought a case of yet. Uh, I don't know. Have you had the new one? No. No, so, so what the fuck are you? I don't think I had the old one. Honestly, your, I don't yeah, think I ever fucking yeah, drink. Because uh, you're too young for that shit. Dude. Oh, that was whatever. It oh was an '80s, '90s. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I wasn't around. I didn't drink soda back. Well, probably didn't. But yeah. it's uh, not soda. It's it's high C. It's soda. It's not soda. I, I was about to say it's juice, but it's not that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a weird middle ground. <laughs> Come on, it had Slimer on the cover of it, and you know, it's like... Well, if you can get that, you might as well eat the fucking green Twinkie. What's wrong with the green Twinkie? I don't know. I don't know either, because I'm I mean, disgusting. Twinkie. 
I Probably, mean, it's winky. Does it last twice as long? <laughs> I don't know. Probably tastes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. Was, mm. Oh, man. But anyway, um, any gaming news? I mean, other than, like, the Neo coming out and uh, shit. The Neo. Um, I don't know. I mean, and I've said it with you and John recently. Like, there seems to have been a, uh, at least as far as what I'm interested in, mm. like a slump. In gaming, like new games coming out and stuff like that. Oh yeah, but I'm totally okay with that because I'm backlogged well, so far. I think I don't know. I I've think, been playing fucking Fallout Two. That's how far. <laughs> I think what's happened is like we're at the age where we've seen a lot of stuff, so mm-hmm. it's like they really have to do something very different. Well, you, you're you're Mister Cynical anyway. Well, and that's you, true. Something really has to blow your mind. If you say eh, it's okay, that's probably like a five star blockbuster in my. Well, head. that's why <laughs> VR is probably going to be the next big thing. Uh, for you, me, you've so. been touting VR, but I mean, oh shit, we should have went. Damn it, they were probably there today too. Oh, at Best, Best Buy. Buy. Yeah. Fuck. Eh, oh. Well, no, I was too busy eating German chocolate cake <laughs> and schnitzel today. Mm, that good old twenty dollar meal. It was good. <laughs> I'd go there again. Uh, Taste of Berlin and Brendan. Yep. Tastes like Berlin. Whatever that tastes like. <laughs> <laughs> Hatred and... But, uh... <laughs> Whoa, man. Whoa. It was delicious, though. Um, has John said anything about fucking new systems? Like, is he even aware that they exist? I mean, I don't... I doubt he even keeps up with that. One, shit. I'm sure he doesn't give a fuck about... As far as new systems, the only new system... Well, besides Neo and Scorpio, which... Those are hard to call new systems. They're just, like, hardware upgrades. Yeah, yeah, more or less. Which, like I was discussing with you earlier, it's like the Neo, um, I think if they do it the same way as Xbox Scorpio is going to do, where like I don't have to buy it, I can still play any game that comes out for Xbox One. Well, I think think, think both will have to do that anyway, because as as far as like a... I hope so. As far as as like consumer base, that's going to piss off a lot of people. Yeah, like when the new 3DS came out last year. Right. And it was like, oh, you can play, you know, your... Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles, and there was one other game, I think, that was only for it. I don't know if it came out here, though. But, well, you know what's funny what happened about that is I think they realized how bad of an idea that was, Mm -hmm. and they literally just dropped it. And, like, it's kind of funny because the Zelda Hyrule Warriors Mm -hmm. Legends came out on the 3DS, but if you played on the old 3DS, it played like shit. Yeah. So I I think that that was a hidden new 3DS game that they just kind of slipped out the door. Well, and also with the new 3DS, like... I know games run smoother on it because it's better hardware. Like Smash Brothers, right. that can lag, you know, and that can take a while to load up mm-hmm. on a regular 3DS, right. but a new 3DS, it'll probably... It also has the little I mean, soft uh, second analog stick as well. Yeah, you awesome. know, I was actually... Uh, I haven't picked it up yet, and I don't know when I will. Uh, Metroid Federation Force, I am interested in that. I would only get like, it if somebody else had it. That's I don't have it right now. The only like, reason I'd pick it up. And I don't even care about the Rocket League mode or whatever the blast oh, ball, ball which, i don't care it's the other modes look pretty cool like um actually i was playing hunters a, a little while ago with all this metroid 30th anniversary fever going on um i was playing hunters a bit i haven't beaten that yet i actually 100 percented other m recently oh yeah like i popped that in a couple weeks ago like on a sunday and just wherever i left off like five years ago when it came out or six years ago like i just started playing it and just <laughs> destroyed it and i i enjoyed it very much actually i think mm. it's I, I'm not saying that I would I wouldn't enjoy going through it. It's just that I'd have to be in the mood like mm-hmm. you were when you popped it in, because it, it just I don't know. I think most people's complaints with other M was like, and it's a weird complaint. It's like, oh, they they gave Samus emotion and they made a story out of it. I'm like, okay, well, uh, because well, if you came off of like Metroid Prime mm-hmm. and how it was very atmospheric and mm-hmm. it was very like 
almost alien like you know like they, the movies like how you have that feeling of like by yourself and right. you're surrounded by creepy things and just like that i think people really like that aspect of it and the storytelling through like text logs mm. because it makes it more atmospheric whereas this is basically like well you're force-fed voice acting that's what you may or may not like and it wasn't really like there wasn't so much exploration anymore it was very it was more linear path as you went through in fact you start off the game with your the marine, the marine captain telling you all of your weapons can't be accessed, well, okay. and people are like, "That's well, stupid." That was stupid, but that was their reasoning. Like every Metroid game, you have to lose all your shit right. first, you know. Yeah, yeah, because that was always like you—you you go through like the uh, lava level or whatever, and it's like you can't use your special armor that would you know dissipate the heat or whatever until the end. It's like, oh yeah, you can use this now. It's like, thanks, asshole. Yeah, so you want me to die, not use my shit. But that, I think that's more of a gameplay thing instead sure. of a story thing. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah, yeah. I just I I feel like once again because you know it was introduced to you in like a like a talking cutscene mm-hmm. and where they try to justify it instead of it just happening. You know, yeah. which that way it wouldn't be so like a big deal. That's one fair point, but I, I think the game as a whole gets more crap than it deserves. Sure. Honestly, yeah. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. there are a lot of games that people just give too much shit on, and it's not necessarily that bad of a game. It's just that I think what happens is when a game comes out and it's shit on so much that people's viewpoints who even might like it a little bit are shifted mm-hmm. simply because everyone in the world hates the game. So mm-hmm. they just assume that it's going to be a shitty game. Yeah. Maybe that's why I like a lot of things. Because, <laughs> I mean, I've, I've definitely gone back to a few things that I didn't like before and have completely changed my outlook from what I originally thought about. Mm-hmm. It. So, yeah, it's, it's just, a, I think it's a... A fad, almost like just to hate something together with everyone else mentally. Oh, certainly. So, and to be fair, like, I mean, Other M still didn't look like the most interesting Metroid game, but I mean, it's all right. It was something different, and I mean, if we keep bitching about things not being different, we're never going to get anything mm. interesting anyway. We're going to keep getting the same shit. So. Yeah, I mean, I think there were good dramatic parts too, as far as the story goes, like the whole Ridley battle and everything, yeah. and there how Ridley came to be in that game and right. everything like that and then and I mean that is know. important I mean I don't know how many well I'm sure a lot of people who are hardcore fans know how important Ridley is to the storyline mm-hmm. of Samus but you know someone who just plays the games and don't think about that like if you play Other M it's actually dealt upon more you know like, yeah and I, I think um, well people didn't like that too because she was like well why did she freeze when Ridley came out it was like well one there's a couple of good explanations story wise there's a that, huge explanation mm-hmm. why I mean like okay so obviously like in Prime well, and shit she wasn't like shaking in her boots right well and this one takes place after Prime this one takes place after Super actually like but but the thing is is like yeah. he keeps coming back well that's the thing that's one thing yeah because like you kill his ass in Super like mm-hmm. and in Prime I mean yeah he comes back as you know mechanical and stuff like that but you by the time Super's over with, he's dead and gone, but now, oh, he's back. And another thing that I don't think that's actually given light in the games, but or in the comics, is the fact that Ridley's the one who attacked... Killed uh, her parents right. in front of her, too. Yeah. yeah, so he is, without a doubt, the biggest bad in her life, mm-hmm. period. And I think part of it might be, too, like, with the NES and Super Nintendo stuff, it was probably not a very easy way to show something like that. Yeah, sure. You know, as well. And also, another reason I think Samus was more emotional, if you want to call it that, and Other M was, um, after Super, like, the actually, the relationship she had with the baby Metroid, it was like she lost her own child right. in that one. she would have been dead without the baby, because mm-hmm. Mother Brain would have killed her. Yeah, so I would attune that to, like, oh, she lost her own child there, so that's probably another reason why her emotions would have been more heightened. In that particular game. But I, I yeah. also think another reason is, like, people... It's hard to, like, think of Ridley as, like, 
that the nemesis character simply mm-hmm. because he's just like a giant pterodactyl. <laughs> so it's like, oh, why is he so terrifying to her? And the reality is he's actually super intelligent, mm-hmm. very powerful, and like really sneaky about mm-hmm. shit. And he, he eats people. Yes. I mean, can't be more terrifying than that. So, But anyway, I, I think even if you don't think it was the greatest Metro game, which it wasn't, sure, it's fine. I, th- I think it just gets more crap than people... Yeah, you know, or I mean, people give it more crap than it deserves. I definitely would say it was probably the weakest, but it's definitely not a bad game. Yeah, well, I mean, I haven't beaten all the Metroid games, but of course, I would, <laughs> I would be blasphemous if I was like, oh yeah, it's better than like Super Metroid, which you know, I've never beaten Super Metroid, so that's pretty blasphemous. So, <laughs> I have to say, so, Super uh, Metroid is a fantastic game. So have you beaten it? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I believe you. The only thing, <laughs> the only thing I don't like about Super Metroid is the ending, and that's where like. When you fight Mother Rain, you get, like, last ball, and she's, like, super easy. Because, like, half the fight, like, mm-hmm. you're super powered to begin with. And then you get the whole baby set up where he gives you, like, the superpowers, and it's basically, like, you can't lose. Mm-hmm. So that's about it. That's my only really person. <laughs> but it's almost, with, with some people, I know, it's almost hard to even like any Nintendo games anyway because, like, um, well, not just because, oh, it's Nintendo or whatever, but, like, for instance, I'm like, yeah, Skyward Sword. I like Skyward Sword a lot. thought it was great. Uh, or even Metroid Fusion, if you want to go back a few years and stuff. Oh, yeah. I say, oh, these games are great. And then I hear from other people, oh, no. They were all right, but, like, they held your hand and shit. I'm like, I don't fucking care. <laughs> it's, I wouldn't necessarily say Fusion held your hand. Compared to the other three 2D ones. Mm, uh, maybe. There's some pretty hard-ass boss fights in Fusion. Um, I don't know. Like, to be fair, I never, like, I didn't ever play Super Metroid whenever it came out originally. Mm-hmm. I didn't beat Super Metroid until, like, shit, I don't know, I probably was, like, 20. Maybe, mm-hmm. I think, around the time I played it. It was actually a weird time, because uh, I didn't really have a lot of money for games and shit, so I was just playing like a bunch of old stuff, mm-hmm. and that was when I played Symphony of the Night mm-hmm. and Super Metroid, which I discovered both of those games being phenomenal, and I love I beat all of them. They're both similar style games. Exactly. So, yeah. Which, ah, that's a good segue. Um, you hear Bloodstained has been delayed to 2018. Yep. Which, whatever, fine, perfect it. Do your thing. Well, (laughs) their original stretch goal was March 17th, and that was based off of a $500,000 goal originally, and now they've been given, like, over a million dollars. So, I mean, they're just probably trying to make a better game. Yeah, and then I'm sure people are going to bring out the Mighty Number 9 argument, which I still think that game is exactly what people paid for, (laughs) whether they think it was bad or not. I think that's just overhyped. I think literally people want it to be more than what they thought it yeah, would be. The, the, well, I, I feel like I paid for a Mega Man <clears throat> revitalization from the guy who made Mega Man, and that's what I got. <laughs> now, was it Mega Man Legends 3? No. No, but, but that, mean, that wasn't his fault. No. <laughs> and to be fair, Inufune is actually coming out with a new game next week that supposedly is going to be pretty awesome, so we'll Not see yet. how what's that the, goes. What's that one? Recore. Oh, that, duh. <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, yeah, I'm, I, I, with that, I have a twenty-five dollar Buy card, and with that twenty percent, I could probably actually, if I pre-order it, they actually have like hats you can get as the pre-order gift from the main character. Like it's a physical hat. Oh, really? Know? Yeah, that's pretty cool. I might, I might get record just for that fucking stupid hat. Then, honest, <laughs> honestly, to tell you anything, like if I had to say something about like him designing Mighty Number no. Nine, mm-hmm. if he was actually working on record at the same time. I kind of have to say he probably was putting a little bit more attention to that because, to be fair, that was 
is more of a title than his game. That is not an indie game. Mm. That is a full-blown title. Well, that's, I think actually it was the last episode when I was discussing this with John um, about Record. He's like, yeah, that kind of scares me that it's like, you know, $40 or whatever. I'm like, so I've paid more money for worse and I've paid less money for better. That, you know, I like, believe, was a move because it's a new IP. Mm-mm. And new IPs have not been doing very well as of late. Not mm-hmm. like extremely well. So I think that's more of a safety net than anything else. I think that's this isn't necessarily a triple A title, but it's a pretty solid game. Wait, so Inafune is making that. Isn't Rare working on that game too? They are working on uh, are Pirates. They? That's right. That... And I have no idea anything about that. Oh, no, I don't care. They're rare. I'll give them my fucking money. Eh. Or I'll at least, you know, take a good look at it. Uh, I think Ukulele is probably going to be the, the, on the that, beast. Yeah. That's going to be awesome. The, the new Shantae game's coming out in a couple weeks, finally. The I one have, that was kickstarted. I have yet to even finish one of them. I have games. yet to even finish one of them either. I have the other three, but like... Mainly I, because of the map is so confusing to me. Because that how it does the, like, the back and forward mm-hmm. thing and you go sideways, I'm just like, I'm always lost. But uh, this one, it was a, a Kickstarter project a couple years ago stuff, and it's finally coming out in a couple weeks, and it looks pretty good. I mean... That's I, surprising. Do they need to be Kickstarter? I mean, they're their own... They've been... Uh, way forward? Yeah. Uh, they're very low-key. Like, in fact... Are they third or second party? To uh, Nintendo because third I, because Shantae's coming out on Xbox and PS3 and originally or PS4. but they they originally the first Shantae came out on Game, Game Boy, Boy Color yeah, yeah and it was very hard to find until they finally released it in the virtual console yeah. on the 3DS hmm. and you know the sequel was originally just a DSi game interesting Risky's Revenge was only on DSi at first now it's on everything I think hmm. but um, and then the third one's on everything as well I think yeah. but so, yeah originally it was Game Boy Color. Hmm. Well, I mean, I for a while I always thought that Way Forward was just like a I like the the Wii I games mm-hmm. or anyway. Wait, I didn't even realize they were the only thing. I didn't realize Shantae was on the Game Boy. That's like how little I knew anything about it. So Shantae, from what I understand, at least at the time, like because I didn't and I haven't beaten it, but I, I never picked it up until it came on the 3DS in the Virtual Console, which I was like, all right, cool, I can finally like buy it legit. Mm. Um, but like it was a very critically acclaimed game, like on the Game Boy Color, like it was very. You know, it's just one of those regard. games that no one talked about. Yeah, basically. because and they didn't make very many copies of it, and it was very right. hard to come yeah. by. Yeah, that happens sometimes. Mm. Uh, it's a niche title, if you will. Yeah, kind of like Nier. A lot of people really like Nier, which is why they're getting a second game, but it's mm-hmm. like, for the most part, most people are like, what the hell is that? So, mm. But, um, yeah, no. Um, so he, he, he didn't know anything about the new systems, John. Um, I'm sure we've talked about Scorpio before, um, but Neo, they just announced the shit for it this week. You know? Oh, that's true. So, I forgot about that. Yeah, but he, he kind of saw that coming. Up. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, honestly, I think it's as long as I can still play Xbox One games and or on my Xbox One and my PS4 games on my PS4. No without, point of upgrading. No yeah, point of upgrading. At yeah. least not right now. I, maybe if I had more disposable income and there was more of a reason, like if... Uh, that Suda game that still hasn't come out yet, oh, uh, let it die. If they're like, yeah, that's only on the uh, fucking Neo, I'd be like, ah, shit. Beyond Good and Evil 2? If that was only on, like, the PlayStation Neo, I might have to, uh, yeah. Well, what's funny is, like, I've noticed that they're talking, and I mean, obviously, like, higher tech is going to create better performance, but no one's discussed better frame rate on either system. The only thing that's been talked about is... You know the resolution upgrade, mm-hmm. which is you know 4K, and if that if you don't have 4K t- television, what the hell does it matter? It's not, yeah, no one's gonna and, notice. And uh, a little bit of better coloring and stuff like that. But other than that, like one of the main issues that I have with next gen gaming is a lot of frame rate issues. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of games that come out that have really bad frame rates, and I would rather that be something that was worked on rather than having 4K stuff. Like I'd rather be able to play a smoother game 
than be able to see one. Because even because if you can see a high def game, but it fucking plays like a you know chuggling along, what the hell is the point? You know. So you mean like um, Arkham Knight on the PC, <laughs> which is stupid and doesn't make any sense. I know how it just totally sucked ass on the PC. Yeah, it's, it's like, like why? There was another game recently like that. Quantum Break, I think, was having Probably. problems on the PC as well. They're not optimizing them very well for the PC. Which yeah. is like really. Although I think now Microsoft, what they're leaning towards, which, uh, I mean, I've even seen people talking about... Oh, Recore is the first game. That right, is, they're like, yeah. well, why should I buy an Xbox One now if I can just get everything on the PC? It's like, well, you know what, fine, I can, I'm can. i not going to argue with that. Sure. I mean, <laughs> you are the master race, so... Yeah. But, I mean, I think the defining point of PC, but between PC gaming and Xbox, or regular gaming, console gaming, is the fact that they were exclusives. Mm-hmm. But since that door's kind of coming to a close, almost, like, yeah, I still think I'm... Well, I mean, well, now they're kind of treating consoles like PCs with these upgrades, but it's like... Sure, but it's not it's not viable. Yeah, which is why I still think I'm going to be primarily console gamer instead of PC. Yeah. You know? I mean, I, I, have, I have a ton of PC games thanks to all those fucking stupid-ass <clears throat> Steam sales. I, I like PC but, gaming, but it's still... Console gaming has been what I've done my whole life. I, I've actually... Uh, over the last... Uh, well, I can't say I've played many. I, sometimes, like, I've got a wild hair up my ass to play a PC game. Like, well, I was telling you earlier, Fallout 2, like... um. Yeah. Before the new DLC or the last DLC for four came out, which I still have one achievement on, that I will uh, get eventually. Someday. Someday. Um, I want to. Well, one, I want to go back to New Vegas. But besides that, like I started Fallout Two last month because I had never beaten it before, and I've I put at least a, a whole day into it, like twenty four hours, and you know I'm in uh, the hub, I think, or New Reno, New Reno, the one where the Myron characters and you, you probably have no idea I didn't get very about. far in Fallout. Yeah. I, I played the first game and I got to like I beat the first game back in the day but like the first mercenaries you run into and I tried to steal their shit and they killed me so. those games uh, they're much more difficult and I was even telling John last time that uh, like I think I'm level 10 or 11 right now and that is like akin to being like a level 30 or 40 in Fallout 3 or 4 you yeah. know like that's how powerful you can get as far as the in game stuff goes like by the time I beat the game I'll probably only be like level 17 or 20 you know like I took down one death claw on my own, or at least with my companions once, and I was like, I've never done that before. I'm so awesome. <laughs> one death claw. <laughs> That's and, and like in Fallout 4, it's like I could take on a pack of death claws oh, by yeah. myself. You well, know, yeah, well, fucking when you had the little dart gun, you shot in the legs. It was like mm. you can nerf the crap out of fucking death claws. I was like, this is stupid. <laughs> even even so, like um, like because they don't have that crazy ass crippling dart gun yeah, anymore. Like no, this thing was so broken. <laughs> it was the most broken thing in the game. You can do that to anybody. I always said even when three first came out, I was like, man, I remember one and two. It's like you saw a Deathclaw or a Super Mutant, you were fucked probably. Yeah. You know, and you'd have to turn around and run unless you were like super high level or you cheated. Or no, something. now you can just go like mono to mono with one of them fist yeah. cups. <laughs> Dude, you could take on a Super Mutant that's holding a Fat Man in Fallout Four and survive like the explosion. The explosion, yeah, just stand after there, you like, punch them, you know. Oh. It's like, oh, that felt good. Hit me with more nuclear well, I know. Well, like, now I think in 4, I'm, like, level 74 or 75. Yeah, I saw that. I was <laughs> like, oh, my God. Like, that's... I have over five days of game time. That's ridiculous. Game. I think the only thing I can claim that I did that in was either... Well, aside from MMO, obviously, <laughs> is uh, one of the Dark Souls games. Mm-hmm. Because those games are just addictive. I'm going to say, I love that franchise, and there's that much stuff to do in it as far as, like, quest yeah. material and stuff, you know? But I, I think... I don't remember... I, I don't know if I talked to you about this, but, like, I'm having a harder time getting to open-world games anymore. So, like, Fallout 4 to me, like, I played all the way through Far Harbor because it had more of a linear path. 
Mm-hmm. And then after that, when I go back and I had all the opening stuff again, I was just like, yeah, I can't do this because I try to do everything and then I get bored. So I, I can get that, but uh, I'm kind of the opposite. Like I try and do everything, and that's why I sit and play the game for ten hours straight without like eating or moving. And that's why I used <laughs> because to do. I want to do everything. But then, like I don't know, it's it's kind of like a mental thing, I guess. Like where if I don't do, if I have a limited amount of time and I'm playing a game, mm-hmm. and I feel like that time that I sat there and played it didn't feel valuable enough mm-hmm. to me, then I'll just say that it's not worth it. No, I can, I totally hear you on that, and I'm, I'm very similar for the most part, but, like, Fallout, I can get behind, you yeah. know, I, I will always get behind that franchise. Um, like, uh... Like, Witcher 3. Witcher, Witcher 3, 3 you know, I either. want, actually, I installed Witcher 1 on my PC to see if it would work, which it does, and I want to actually go through those games, but I... I haven't started it because I know it's a uh, daunting task. Yeah, I mean, because it bothers because I've already had like two friends tell me that Witcher Three was one of the best games. Well, ever I I see it all the time on like you know Kotaku and everything, like just how good Witcher Three is. I'm like, well, I want to play the first two first though because yeah. I'm that way. And I and I and I'm playing and, and I'm like, I like this, but like oh, I don't know, it just has so much shit to do. Same with like Bioware games, like Dragon Age Inquisition. I put a ton of fucking time into oh, Inquisition. I couldn't play. Mostly because it's just so damn boring if you don't go somewhere else. Like, if you stay in the hinterlands the whole time, it's that's, like... That's, well, the thing with the hinterlands is you're supposed to go somewhere else. That's just, like, the training ground. You're not yeah. supposed to do everything. But if you're like me or right, John exactly. or someone, you want to complete everything before right. you move on. Exactly. So Which, you get, like, really annoyed because everything's so slow-paced. You don't level mm-hmm. fast. You can't travel very quickly. Like, ugh. And, ha- and some of the stuff in the zone is actually higher level than you can mm-hmm. even handle. So... No, I... In the, I enjoyed Inquisition though, like, and I, but I understand the frustration with the interlands, yeah. though, for sure. Or well, actually, a better example is uh, Arkham Asylum. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, I love Arkham Asylum. It's one of my I love the like Bioshocky, you know, mm-hmm. type of like feeling games where you have the story arc and a really awesome uh, area to explore and stuff like that. I love that game. Um, but when it went to Arkham City, I couldn't beat it. Because it was just like the open world situation. I just like I get too carried away with beating up a bunch of bad guys mm-hmm. doing this. I never go to the story or do anything. Literally, the only game in a while that I managed to do that it was like Red Dead Redemption. Mm-hmm. It was like it was open world, and I managed to play it all the way through and do everything. But for some reason nowadays, it's just so much harder to play open world games. Right. I, I mean, I, in games like that, like uh, Arkham City, Arkham Knight, or whatever, it's like I try and split them up because, like, the thing with the story is, like, I like the story so much, I want to keep playing the story, but, like you said, at the same time, there's all this other shit you can do. Right. And then you want to kill the fucking Riddler four fucking times when you yeah. the game. Which, I gotta say, Arkham Knight's the first game I got all the Riddler trophies in and took his ass in. It was very satisfying. <laughs> nah, that's crazy. Because some, some of those look worse than freaking the old one. I want to know how the Riddler fucking built all those, like, test tracks for the Batmobile. <laughs> He looks like a fucking hobo in this game, too. <laughs> because he's been thrown in jail so many times. He's wasted all his money trying to get out. Yeah, and then I found out, like, I have all the costumes, except for one. Like, I'm missing one thing in that collection, because you have to beat the game on 200%, you know, like, in the Dark Knight mode or whatever. I was like, shit. <laughs> There's a few. I, I got a lot of achievements on that game, though. I beat all the DLC, which most of it is very short. Ah, I still got still haven't got around to beat it though. Uh, but there's let's see, there's the Harley Quinn one, which I still don't know how her and Poison Ivy could beat up fucking Nightwing. Yeah, that makes no sense to me. Uh, Maybe Poison Ivy, but well, yeah, Poison <laughs> Ivy's got special abilities. So fucking really, like Harley Quinn, one of the best moments. I don't know if you got to it in Arkham Knight, but like whenever Harley Quinn is like she's taking over that little Batcave area in the movie theater or whatever. And you play as Batman and Robin, mm-hmm. and all they do is like when they they just sneak up on her and punch her once and knock her ass out. I'm like, yes, that's how it should be. 
Eh. It's Harley Quinn. You know? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, they she can cause enough trouble, I guess, if she has the right setup. Mm-hmm. But she's never really been the most intelligent person, I suppose. Yeah. Or physically strong, either, eh. you know. But Although, in Arkham uh, City, she did capture Batman and do the thing that the Joker could never do, yeah. you know. Um, but yeah, there's the Harley Quinn one. There's the Red Hood DLC, which actually takes place after the game. Um, and you get to kill people because you're the Red Hood. <laughs> did you say it takes place after? It takes place after the main story, yeah. That's but, weird. Yeah. Well, actually, if it does, but it's in a way there you wouldn't know. It, it doesn't really spoil anything if you played it first. Spoil things. But <laughs> Arkham Knight, the game that makes you guess unless you're a comic book fan. Then you automatically know who the hell the Arkham Knight is. That's the thing. <laughs> well, because at the end, he takes off the bad ears oh. and he, he becomes the Red Hood and everything. Oh. So that's why. Oh, my God. But if you just play the game... If you played the Red Hood DLC first, it's not going to spoil that for you because you don't know unless you're a comic book fan. Which I, that oh man, that pissed a lot of people off apparently. But I, I mean, I was oh. fine with it because I, I just thought it was like their version of Under the Red Hood. I guess I, I, just, I just thought it was so funny because when it started, and then like I didn't want it to be Jason Todd just because I was like, but there's who's no, it going to be? But there's no one else it could right, be. Right? Yeah, so. because of the way he acts, the things he knows. I was just like, we haven't seen Jason Todd in this universe yet, so it's like, of course it is. If it's someone we know, and then it's like, oh, it's... And then by the time, it's very obvious whenever they show all the Jason Todd flashbacks and stuff, yeah. it's like, oh, okay, it's gotta be yeah, just Jason randomly. Todd. Like, you just yeah. you just have that one point, it's like, all these failures and all this other stuff. I'm like, oh, that's kind of strange. <laughs> there was a point, though, at the beginning of the game, <laughs> I was like, if this turns out to be, like, the Joker still alive, I'm gonna be pissed, <laughs> though. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't. Although, Mark Hamill as the Joker was in a lot of the game. Although, technically, <laughs> you could say he was alive. Well, in, in Batman's way. mind. Okay, yes. so here, here's the thing about that game that I caught was kind of stupid. Was the whole, like, him taking over Batman deal? Mm. That was a little ridiculous to me. Like, Look, I, I'll the, forgive the monst- it because Mark Hamill was the, the Joker. The, the monster Joker thing in Arkham Asylum. Okay, whatever. We beat the whole game. The, this is the last part. I'm okay with this. Mm. We need a boss battle. Sure, whatever. Um... Arkham City, I don't know because I didn't beat it, but I'm pretty sure like the Joker dies and then something mm-hmm. else happens. I don't remember who he actually fights at the end. Um, but then like, who does he fight? I don't, I, know. I, I don't know. He fights everybody in that game. Raja Ghul, I guess, was the main. Raja Ghul was the main bad guy at the end of that. Was he? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, we'll keep talking. I'll fuck. Where's my phone at? Maybe isn't Raja Ghul in Arkham Knight though? Don't oh, you go to the actually, last? You go to the Lazarus Pit to uh, kind of purify that shit that gets in your body. No, the it's part of a DLC actually. And actually, you, as Batman, you can choose to kill him or not because he's on like life support. But if you, you know? kill him, don't you become him? That's the thing. But if you don't kill him, he kills his daughter. Oh, not Talia, the other one. <laughs> the other one. Yeah. How many fucking daughters does he have? <laughs> Here, I'll, I'll start looking this stuff up while we're talking because uh. uh, I, I truly forgot who I thought it was. Raja a little bit. I don't remember. The end of uh, Arkham City. I just I know that uh, Freeze is in there. I know that Freeze is uh, in uh, Night as well in the last DLC. But you don't fight him. You actually work with him for once, which makes sense if you played through all the games. Well, he's not really right? bad guy. Personally. Actually, this you kill his wife at the end of it. Really. Well, he needs that. Thing. He needs that's to the move thing. On. Well, that's what she said. Because like she gets. That's what she said. No, it is. She gets unfrozen and she's like, look, kill just me. pretty much. It's just like, look, I'm supposed to. Die. I'm it's, so cold. <laughs> It's like, look, it's fine. Uh, it's oh, my no. time to go. Oh no, she gave me the cold shoulder. It was really sweet, actually. Yeah, that last DLC, you, you fight Mad Hatter, Killer Croc. Um, you help Mister Freeze out, and then forget the. There's another villain you fight in that one too. Scarecrow. No, because he's already taken. This takes place after the main story. Scarecrow too. 
Scarecrow too. <laughs> Another Scarecrow. No, it's not the penguin because you fight. You do that in the Nightwing DLC. Um, I don't know. Like, see, my thing about the Arkham Knight, where it's like the Joker's taking over Batman. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's just kind of lame way to do the whole like, oh, Batman really is the Joker. Like they're the same hey. side of the coin, but at the same time, they take it to kind of an extreme because he's sort of taking over his body, which mm-hmm. I was like, that's a little weird. I do. I do have to say one of my favorite parts in the game that I got to was whenever he goes to Scarecrow. And he, like, snaps, and the Joker takes over him for a little bit, and he starts, mm-hmm. like, brutally beating the shit out of the fucking people, and Scarecrow's like, that's kind of odd. <laughs> you don't seem like Batman to me for some reason. Yeah, and then at the end when you play as the Joker, and you actually finally, you know, it's like, well, how do you kill the Joker? Oh, you just ignore him, pretty much. Like, forget about him. You know, and his legacy won't live on. And then you blow and, up your mansion. Yes. The Nightfall Protocol. Yep. <laughs> that's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Fake your own death. Uh, I don't know. I guess they had to end it somewhere. All right. Last paragraph of this plot thing on Wikipedia. Batman incapacitates Clayface, yeah, because you fight him. Oh, my right? God. I forgot he was even in that game. But uh, Joker blows up the theater floor, sending Batman plummeting into uh, Raja Ghoul's lair below. Batman destroys the Lazarus pit before the Joker can use it and drinks a portion of the antidote. Batman debates curing his foe, but is attacked by Joker before he can act, causing the antidote vial to inadvertently smash. Batman admits that in spite of everything Joker had done, he would have saved him, and then the Joker dies. That's a shame. So I guess technically the last boss would be Clayface. Wow. But but Ray Jagul <laughs> is like the mastermind of all the shit going on in Arkham City as well. Like with Hugo Strange and everything like that. Do you remember he was in the game too? <laughs> yeah, that guy. <laughs> He's Asian in that Gotham series. I don't know. I, I just feel like it never got any better than Arkham Asylum. Yeah, I, I, th- I thought Night was fine. I, I had no problem with Night. I thought City was fine, too, but like you said, you don't like open world, so I can see where your opinion would change. You know what I really didn't like? Origins. You know, I again, like Metroid Other M, I think that game gets more crap than it deserves. Oh, Maybe, maybe. I don't well, know. Why, why didn't you like Origins? Because uh, I played through it and I thought it was just fine. It's well, just It was shorter than the other three games. That's my main complaint. There are actually a few reasons. Uh, one of one of which that I, I guess I can sort of cast aside is just because I've been used to something for so long, and that's obviously the voice acting. Mm. The voice acting kind of bothered me. Like, it wasn't even that different. But Troy Baker being Joker was a he sounded little like, odd. He sounded exactly like Mark Hamill, just a little different. And that little Not, different is enough for me to tell. Oh, maybe, yeah. Because I've I've grown up watching the animated series and all this other shit. Like I know what Mark Hamill sounds like the Batman or the Joker. Um so that sort of but see that 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 in itself is not that could be overlooked. That's one of the things that could be overlooked. However, I think from a technical standpoint is where I did not enjoy the game. And obviously the game wasn't designed by uh, Rocksteady. If you're going to say something about the combat, it was exactly the fucking same. I still uh, don't. Easier, because they gave you the electric gauntlet, which basically overpowered everything in the game. It was easy mode. It was okay. stupid. That shouldn't have been something that was in the game. All right, well, that's a different point than what I hear from most people who are like, oh, this combat is all wonky, so I'm like, it's exactly the fucking same combat. No, I got the electric <laughs> gauntlet, and I realized this is easy mode 101. It did um, seem a little easier. Uh, next problem I had with the game was, and this is sort of like, I guess, reused assets is the fact that the entire city was exactly the same city from um, Arkham City. Well, you know, it, it was it was from the, I literally went to the same rooftop that was exactly the same. The only difference was it was frozen over because it was fucking or it wasn't frozen over because it wasn't winter time, mm. which is the big difference. Um, another big problem I have with the game 
was all the uh, trailers, all the promotional material for the game was like, you get to fight Deathstroke. Mm. Oh my god, it's going to be so awesome. I fought Deathstroke, and it was a button press uh, mm. battle. It was like a God of War battle, and then he's locked up and he's gone. The end. At the very <laughs> beginning of the game. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? That is ridiculous. And then I come to find out about 95% of the game is a side quest. <laughs> all, the, all the assassins, they're all side quests. They're not even main focus. So I, it was more of like, here's what we're trying to sell you. Mm. Here's what we're really selling you. Fair enough. It was it was certainly the weakest of the four, but I still don't think it deserves as much crap as some. Is it the shittiest game in the world? No. I thought the game was fine. But was but, there enough to make make me want to ever play it again? Yes. And that's and I would say that more than other M. Other M, I looking back at it, I could probably punch my way through that. Origins just had too many things that really bothered me. Especially uh, when I got those gauntlets. Again, you're, you're more picky than I am, too. It's so. just, I don't know. The, the gauntlets really bothered me because I was just like, this is something, this was a design choice that was bad. Okay, it was uh, Nisa Ratko, is um, Rajagul's other daughter, and Rajagul was the fourth in that uh, DLC I was talking about. Oh, okay. like With the four villains. So gotcha. well, I, know, I know he's a knight. Yeah, he's well, a, yeah, he's hooked up to like a life support machine, and you. I just remember falling down into that pit with all those animatronics things, and then I don't know. It was like that weird. That was city. Was it city? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Fuck. Castalia yeah, opens up the. Maybe I played more of city than I thought. <laughs> I don't know. Shit. Yeah, and if you remember in Arkham when, uh, like, at the end, like you see Rajagul's body in the morgue, and if you go back after you beat the Joker, it's gone. Oh yeah. <laughs> what? That's why I love that game. It had so many little nice touches to it. Um. But yeah. As a whole, it's a good series. I think so, and they're re-releasing the first two at some point. Uh, pretty soon. I already own them, so I'm not going to get them. <laughs> it's... Eh, I don't know. Maybe to play through Arkham Asylum again, even though I've played that game like three times already through. And that's and that's another thing. Like That's another sign of like something that I really enjoy. If I played a game through more than once, that's... Yeah, it's hard. Even though I, I enjoy a lot of games, it's hard for me to play through a whole game more than once these days just because I have so many other games yeah. I want to go through. Yeah. Like I think the last time I was playing games more than once was um with uh when I just had like a Wii instead of all the other systems. And I, I played No More Heroes like three or four oh, times yeah. through, and then and then the PlayStation I, Three version. I, yeah. I need to be I beat it once. I want to beat it another couple more times. That that game I can beat after you beat it the first time. Like I can beat it in like a few hours. You know, just going straight through it. But see, that, I, I feel like that's a sign of a good mm-hmm. game. I feel like that's a sign of something you really really enjoy. Mm-hmm. And then and then uh, one of the games that I did that with, which I had no expectations for, was uh, Metal Gear Rising. When that game Rising, came out, yeah. I literally borrowed it from a friend, like, and I beat it, like, three times in the same day on all levels of different mm-hmm. difficulty. I'm like, this game's awesome. Like, Actually, at uh, PAX, I heard Pseudo was talking about, because uh, he's re-releasing uh, the Silver Case in HD. It's finally coming over to the U.S. and everything like that. It's going to be on PC, I think. Mm-hmm. He was mentioning how he, I think he would, saying something to the effect of, like, how he would like to re-release uh, Killer7, like, in HD. Mm-hmm. Something like that, which I'm like, that's cool, but uh, why don't you make No More Heroes 3 instead? Uh. <laughs> Yeah, the the HD realm we're living in nowadays. It's it's a mixed blessing. It is, and it, but but see, here's the problem, and maybe it's just me. They're not HDing a lot of games that I really want to play, mm-hmm. and that are very difficult for me to get a hold of, seeing how I I don't have the older systems anymore. I know it was good for me for the like the PlayStation era because I didn't own a PlayStation until the third right. iteration. So now I have like oh the Jack and Dexter collection, oh the yeah. you know. Uh, Prince of Persia collection. But see, they, the but see I, I feel like that's kind of like dwindled. Like originally they were like, oh, here comes the PS2 games on the PSN with new mm-hmm. trophies and stuff. But we haven't gotten like a, new games in a while. So it's starting to slow down again. Same with the 360 games. Mm-hmm. Like that's slowed down again. 
And I think the problem is, is they're looking through all their things and they're thinking, man, we need more money. We need to hold back these games that people really want to play and fucking HD them or something like that. Mm. I'm like, that's fine, but you need to do some games that are really like, like Capcom, for instance. Mm. They're hurting for money, right? <laughs> Why the fuck not make an Onimusha HD? We haven't even had that at all. <laughs> And 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 to be fair, I haven't researched this, and it's very possible that the reason that's not happening is because there are live action actors. They probably have to pay royalties to, possibly. So, but at the same time, it's like I and I don't even know like how much Onimusha sell or how big a franchise that was for them. But to me, I love that series, and yet for some reason that just doesn't show up, and it makes no sense to me why that isn't a thing. Well, the one dude, uh, Soki or whatever his name was, was in Tetsunoko versus Capcom. Oh, uh, uh, what does that mean? And I think it means Ash or something like that. Yeah. Oh, and so was uh, <laughs> Batsu from Rival Schools was in Tetsunoko. Burning Batsu. Also Capcom something else well. Capcom will never fucking do anything with. I think you would be happy with a re-release on the PS2 at this point, or on the uh, PS4 at this point, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, they're not going to do that. Yeah, because it was a PS1 yeah. title. And they're past that, I guess. Well, I've also noticed that... Uh, uh, the trend of games releasing on the uh, the release is a lot of stuff that's Sony mm. or like uh, like Rocksteady. Like if you noticed, or not Rocksteady, but Rockstar. Like a lot of their stuff is all the things that are on there. You mm. know, like all the all the bigger bigger people. You know, it's funny. I've heard rumors about them having an HD version of uh, Red Dead as well. Yes, which is fine, but I mean, I'm I'm probably not going to buy it because I already have right the current one. And I bought I bought it on the which that whenever it was on sale that week they made it backwards compatible. Sales digital sales went up seven thousand percent. Yep, which is cool because that game is pretty awesome. It is too good in Mexico. Yeah, and (laughs) (laughs) and there's still like achievement wise, there's still a lot of stuff I could even do. Oh shit! It's like (laughs) multiplayer is ridiculous. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. I there are a lot of missed opportunities. And, and to be fair, I, I obviously have to accept the fact there are a lot of companies that probably don't even exist anymore about the games that I like. So, like, for instance, I, I love Shadow Hearts, and it's one of my favorite JRPGs of all time, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty damn sure that they don't exist anymore. You know what? I am surprised since the announcement last year, whatever, D3, about the um, third game. Uh, I'm surprised, or I, I wouldn't be surprised even if they had it in the pipeline, a uh, HD remaster or whatever of uh, the first two Shinmus. Because three is coming out, um, maybe that is something I would be interested in because those are obviously hard to come by. You well, know? Extremely hard to come by because they were Dreamcast games. Well, the second one was Xbox. Yes, like original Xbox. Yes, not backwards compatible. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you ever play any of the games? No, but they looked interesting. They're yeah. interesting. Have you played Yakuza games? I have not, but I own four and five thanks to PlayStation okay. Plus. Well, if you ever get a chance to play a Yakuza game, they're very close to that. Okay. Uh, it's how do I, how do I put this? It's sort of like you know how a lot of games like you go in and the world has like a certain level of believable environment mm-hmm. and shit like that. Well, when Shinmu came out, it was different and it was big and you know it was unique because it was one of the first games that ever came out that actually like sort of let you live in your character's life. Mm. Like, you had bills to pay. You had to do it. You had to work. You had to make a job. You could go out in town. People were doing different things. You could buy watches. Mm. You could do all this really weird stuff that just, like, it was like a life simulator almost. And it was really interesting because it was something that, you know, had never been done back then. Mm. And it had, like, an actual story that was interesting and you could follow through. Um, The combat wasn't... I mean, the combat was okay. Uh, I think Yakuza... 
made that better because <laughs> beating the shit out of people on Yakuza is like the favorite pastime in that mm-hmm. game. But uh, they're pretty cool. I think a HD release would be pretty. Well, neat. I think it's also a golden opportunity since they're making the third one. You know, and it's like, hey, let's introduce people that didn't get a chance to play this. Sure. You know, here's the first two. It's. I don't. Thing is, I don't know how well those games would transfer over to modern times, though, because they were sort of experimental when they came out back then. And well, people apparently want the third one, so I'm sure that's true. <laughs> but I'm not. I, I'm just hoping that's not because people have the nostalgia glasses on. Because the thing is, a lot of times you go back and play an old game and you realize how old that game is. So, and and the thing is, sort of the same thing with movies. It was experimental. You could do shit and it wouldn't be great, but people accept it because that's mm-hmm. the time it was. You know, you could overlook. Like uh, like nowadays, we'll bitch about like a slight control being annoying. But back then, like you just accepted it because that's what you had, <laughs> you know. So yeah. I think people would be more for. In fact, a good example: uh, Jet Force Gemini. People mm-hmm. wanted that game forever, and eventually it came out on the the rare. I still uh, need to play through that, yeah. And that game has fucking god awful controls. Like, yeah. oh my god, they and, patched it. Though. Yeah, they literally <laughs> had to patch it because people were like, "I want to play this game, but its controls are shit." And Rare's like. You're right. <laughs> so let's fix that. And that's why we love you, Rare. Yeah. But uh, well, actually, at least for about 35 more minutes, uh, today is the 15th anniversary of the Dreamcast being released. That's very saddening. <laughs> because to me, that is actually my favorite system of all time. It's September 9th. Yeah. I don't think I ever played a bad Dreamcast game. Actually, 15th. I'm, I'm retarded. Um, 17th. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm a couple years Even off. Even older. Oh. <laughs> I remember my first game on that thing, too. It was uh, Sonic Adventures. That was pretty yep. awesome. And now all of those good games are re-released. and Not all of them. Well, except not Rival all of them. Schools was not released on it. <laughs> well, they brought Power Stone to the PSP, didn't they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so shitty. It really should have been a PSN or some shit like that. I can't even believe it. Wasn't one of the PS1 versions on PSN or something like that? No. No? No. The the best thing we ever got was like Sonic Adventures and uh, Jet Set and wasn't even Jet Set Radio Future, which I think was the Xbox anyway. So yeah, that, well that's backwards compatible yeah. on 360. Um, know. well, and we got a couple of cool like uh, Space Channel Five got re released, Crazy Taxi without the fucking real original music. Well, though. that's not they can't. <laughs> I can't that, listen yeah. to Offspring while I'm driving around. Well, people. technically on the 360 you can. You can plug in your own music yeah, and play it's it in the not background. The same. Which on the one that's coming soon cuz someone's working on an app for that. That's another thing about these HD things. Like people are going back and realizing that people fucked up and they're like changing that. Like <laughs> Budokai, like the original Budokai had awesome music. They went back and changed that shit because like this sounds a lot like other shit. I'm like, "Well, this isn't cool because this is not how I remember this game at all." So, I don't know. But yeah, as far as that's concerned, like, I think there's a shit ton of Dreamcast games that either haven't been released or were released really half-assed back over. For instance, there's a game called uh, Evolution Worlds, Mm -hmm. and there was a first and second game that came out on the Dreamcast, and they were a continuation of the same storyline, and what happened in the re-release of the game on the GameCube is they sort of just kind of like weird fucking pseudo-merged that shit. So like the main character starts off with the jacket he had in the second game in the first mm-hmm. game. And you could just notice some really weird story differences. It was really odd. And uh, I think the only game that they did Dreamcast-wise transfer over that was okay was uh, Skies of Arcadia. That was it. Like everything else was weird. I should play that game sometime. 
I you really it. should. It's in my library. It's another gem. Back in the Dreamcast era mm. of awesomeness. Yeah, that's part of the backlog, dude. <laughs> Fucking Marvel vs. Capcom 2. Uh, Rival Schools. There was some kind of weird dinosaur game on that thing. Um, Jesus. It just keeps going. Like Everything I remember doing on the Dreamcast is awesome. Fantasy Star Online, first time that came out. Mm. Uh, it was a good system that was killed early. Well, they should have secured their shit better. Well, you know what's funny? Is there, it's like everybody who went back and they thought about like, you know, oh man, Dreamcast was a really fucking good system. Well, maybe you assholes shouldn't have killed it. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the thing. Because you you literally killed what could have been one of the greater systems in gaming right now. Yeah, it's like, which games do I want for Dreamcast? All of them. Here's my spindle of CDRs. <laughs> oh, man. I, well, to be fair, I mean, like, pirating back then was like a so-so thing. Like, I guess they just didn't think about it, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, it was a huge design flaw. I mean, I don't know why the fuck they didn't think to do anything about that, but it, it was a pioneer age. People didn't think about that shit. Mm. So, I mean, back then, CDs were still plausible. People don't listen to CDs anymore. Fuck. They don't buy that shit. They don't even buy it on iTunes. They just fucking pirate that shit. <laughs> yeah. No, very not, only that, not only that, any music you ever want to listen to, YouTube. Anytime. Anytime you want to listen to, YouTube. Done. Mm. Yeah. So I've noticed that so much. So, like, uh, for instance, um, I know wrestlers' entrance themes are pretty popular yep. on, like, YouTube and stuff. Mm-hmm. The WWE actually, uh, a couple months ago, they opened up their own YouTube channel just with all of their music on it. Like, here, just go to our YouTube channel and listen yeah, to exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. Because, so, because like, at that point, it's like they can't stop it. Yeah. So they might as well make some money off of it. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, whatever. That's The internet's just so vast and powerful now. It's just like you can't escape anything. Mm-hmm. Like, even you see all these these this news things where they're busting down the torrent site and stuff like mm-hmm. that. I'm like, that's not going to stop anything. Oh, no. Not at all. Like, there's obviously people who are going to backlog this stuff, like, all the way over the place. There's people who probably have servers the size of kitchens. Yeah, it's funny. I was going through uh, one of my hard drives the other week. I'm trying to finally organize all my shit, which is a Herculean task. Yeah. Physical and digital. Physical and digital, yeah. Oh, God. Uh, actually, I mentioned this on the last episode, all my physical stuff. If you notice, I pulled all my DBZ covers off to make like the whole mural thing, which looks fucking nice. It does. But part of me is annoyed because like I had to take some things out of alphabetical order to do that. It's worth it. But but I'm trying to think of this as kind of like my big money Python set down there sometimes. Like, well, sometimes it's just, I'm just counting that as one big set and it's just got to fit on that one thing, you know, and yeah. so I have to move things around. I just wish Elfin Lead wasn't so big so it would fit up on there and fill that gap at the end. <laughs> that anime is disturbing. Actually, I've, actually, like, the next three DVD collections I have are too big. Like, I have Elfin Lead and then the, the Best of Earnest Volume 1 and 2. <laughs> That's a strange thing to have next to that, but okay. Well, it's alphabetical. I know. Uh, it's just weird to see it. Dude, I, I have every fucking Earnest movie. It's <laughs> glorious, dude. <laughs> glorious. It's back when... Movies were fun. <laughs> yeah. Ah, I don't know. Maybe we're just old. Who knows? Although I haven't, I haven't watched all of them yet, and I haven't seen some of them in a long time. Like, well, Halloween's coming up soon, so maybe I should pop in a Scared Stupid at some point. That was a Wasn't classic. That was the troll? Yeah, the and, trolls like, the that milk. are. Yeah, and the milk. Yeah. yeah. I remember that. I remember that was a gross, gross <laughs> movie. Fucking kissed a nasty troll. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think I watched all the Ernest. I'm pretty sure I haven't Well, I think, well, some of them, like, I've seen most of them already, but, like, some of them, like, he made a couple, like, in his later years, like, I think the last one was, like, Ernest in the Army or something like that, and Ernest goes to school. Ernest and goes to hell. <laughs> Ernest needs a kidney. Ernest goes somewhere cheap. Yeah. 
But there's a couple of like rarities on there too. Like two of the discs are like just because um, before he made movies and stuff as Ernest, he was just a pitchman. Like he did commercials for like you know local commercials and stuff. So it's like just two DVDs full of all these commercials that they did with him before they made him in a movie. That's funny. Then I have all those movies, and I also have the TV show that was from the '80s, the Hey Vern, it's Ernest. Oh my god, <laughs> you know, twelve episodes, man. Twelve whole episodes. Yes. <laughs> the '80s were something else. Yeah. <clears throat> I'll never get those years back. So I think I brought that up a long time ago with John on here, um, because I think they were—I I haven't looked it up in years. Probably they were like talking about making a Son of Ernest movie. And I was like, that's not believable. How? Who would have sex with him? <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> then I was like, I don't know if I want Son of Ernest because I know how um, Ace Ventura Junior went. <laughs> Ace Ventura. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> fuck that. Or how about like Son of Mass? All Son of Mask. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Those are terrible. Van Wilder, the freshman year. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, no. It's like when they make those crappy prequels, the... Uh, or what? sequels, too. I don't know. That's the thing. It just rides on the tailcoat of something for so long, and it just gets like, what the fuck is this? So maybe it's a good thing if they never make Son of Ernest. Just keep Ernest where he is yep. in our hearts. Yep. Hilarious. <laughs> yeah, stop making old shit. Make some new stuff. Mm-hmm. Come up with your own damn ideas. <laughs> Fucking A. Jesus Christ. But anyway, uh, organization. Um, I was going through some things, and I had a bunch of old anime that I downloaded over the years on this hard drive. And I started going through some of it. I was like, you know what? And I was checking, like, this. I'm like, I can stream, like, most of this stuff now, so I'm just going to delete all of this shit. Oh, yeah. I think one of the only things I kept uh, out of what I was looking at was... Um, there's a lot of old SD Gundam stuff, like the old cartoon version of it, like mm-hmm. from the 80s. Yeah. Like, no one's streaming that. Like, it's hard to find torrents for it and stuff like that. I'm like, I think I'll keep this one just in case, you know, because that, that might be hard to come by. I remember that time when the best way to get anime was to download it on your computer. Mm-hmm. Actually, I still have, like, three spindles of CDs and DVDs full of anime. I was going to go through those two and probably just, like, get rid of most of them. <laughs> I mean, I did that with... um. I think I might have a One Piece one down there or something like because I had like the first whatever three hundred episodes of One Piece and stuff like that. Oh my god! But um, well, there are some One Piece ones I, I was keeping. I think if I can't find them otherwise, like um, just like movies and TV specials and stuff. Though not, I don't need the episodes because I can stream them all on Crunchyroll. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. You know? Or you don't even need a streaming service. You can fucking mm-hmm. find them all. Well, actually, it's funny. Like the way or, I'm, or Kiss Anime. You know, if you want to go that route, that well, has a lot of things. Yeah. Well, what's funny is uh, which I have to go to watch Dragon Ball Super because Funimation doesn't have it yet. And, have you? Uh, have you? You know what Plex is, right? Yeah, actually, I, I've installed Plex on my PC that's hooked up to my TV there, and um, I can I run my Xbox through it. What's funny is like Chris has sort of like rekindled my watching of anime because mm-hmm. he's like. Because I was over at his place, and he showed me Plex, and he had all of this shit, like, all these animes and movies that he watches. I'm like, oh, it was awesome. He's like, well, if you want, I can give you access to this, and you can watch all this shit anytime you want to. I was mm. like, the fuck? Yeah. I was like, sure. And so I've been binge-watching anime all the time, <laughs> shit I've never seen before, all sorts of stuff. It's great. And it works really well. Mm. Like, it works surprisingly well. The only, and, and I haven't delved into it too much, but, like, on the Xbox version of it anyway, like... That's what it, I'm using. They tend to name the files or the movies like whatever they think it is and most of the time it's correct but sometimes it's not and i'm like i was wondering like when did i download this it's like what the fuck is this and it's something totally different that's not what it is i haven't haven't ran into that but i I could show you on mine later but it's like what's this movie like i've never heard of this movie the only problem i've run into is sometimes he likes to download animes at like super high quality Mm -hmm. 
and streaming doesn't like that too much. So if it's at the maximum quality, I'll have to knock it down a notch because mm-hmm. it just will not play. Yeah, so. but this thing, I don't, that's why I don't really download anime anymore because there's no point yeah. to it these days. Pretty it's much. all about streaming. And, and, I, it, and even if he doesn't have an episode that's already, like, because mm-hmm. he has to update it himself. Like, he, but he's pretty good about it. But even if he's behind a little bit, then all I got to do is go to Kiss Anime and it's mm-hmm. like, bam. <laughs> so. Which, I mean, and to be fair, and I'm not saying this just to, like, cover my ass or anything, but, like, I have a Crunchyroll subscription and if it's on oh, Crunchyroll, oh. I would... I, well, I, News for you, Funimation and Crunchyroll are now partnered. So That's great. Right. No, yeah, I saw Cowboy Bebop's on there, yeah. um, which I already have Blu-ray anyway. So I see I'm it right there. there. Um, Completely worthless. <laughs> but the, the new D. Gray Man is on Crunchyroll now? Who watches that? Uh, see, I was going to start <laughs> watching it, but it's not a reboot. It's actually, it continues from the original anime. I'm like, shit, I'd never watched all of that. So no, can... because it got really fucking weird. Oh, well, I haven't read D. Gray Man in years, but it's, I'd like to pick it back up. I don't know. I think maybe now that I have a lot to read, like it'll, I'll absorb it better <laughs> because I don't have to wait a month to see how the next chapter goes. I guess. And then be confused about it. I don't know. Because up until they went monthly, it, it wasn't as confusing. Well, he, was, went, he went on like a hiatus for a while, right? I think. And then he came back, and I feel like he just forgot his story. Well, I think he got sick, actually. He, or she. It might be it? she. Uh-huh. Yeah. Or maybe I'm thinking of a different. I might be thinking of Beat the Vandal Buster because she got sick, and then that was like 10 years ago. <laughs> Still hasn't came back. I think it started back up, actually. You're shitting me, dude. I, I don't believe that. Bro, I could be wrong, uh, but I saw something recently about Beat the Vandalist for some reason. And, I hope you're right. And, and because, I was like, I don't know why this is even important, but I don't know. I thoroughly enjoyed that series, and then it just kind of stopped because of the hiatus oh, and everything, oh, and then never came back. If I'm right, I'm right. Get another surge. Yeah, I will. Oh, you're going to die in my apartment. <laughs> well, thanks. I, I appreciate that. I guess. Hey man, some of my happiest years were hanging out. So, Not to get all sentimental to people who are listening, but you know, eat the Vandal Buster. Huh? Am I right? This is from 2015. Oh shit! Hang on, I gotta read this first because I still don't believe it. Oh no! I think they're talking about a new anime. That's, that's so cool, but I mean, that's not what I was looking for, if that's the case. Well. Alright, this is from 2015. Uh, Riku right. Sanjo, Koji Inada resume Beat the Vandal Buster manga after 10 years. There you go. Hang on, I'm still Woo-hoo! reading this damn article. It's one of the million dollars, guys. We'll resume in spring 2016. Huh. Westbrook, you have made me extremely happy. <laughs> if, uh, if someone's actually like translated this, too, which that's another issue. Oh, I'm sure. Holy shit. Yeah, I actually have, um, it's, well, and I say that as a, um, a possibly issue because I have, like, the last two or three volumes of it because mm. I had to buy it in English because no one was fan translating it at the time. Interesting. So I had to wait for Viz to come up with it, <laughs> which is fine. I don't mind buying it because I enjoy it, but. Literally, I, like, I've been keeping up with a, a series called ReZero. I don't I remember if I mentioned this. Right. I've heard of it, yeah. And it's fantastic. And, like I said, he doesn't upgrade, or he doesn't update the stuff as fast as I want to watch it. So usually I go to the Kiss Anime and watch it. Well, the other day, I went to Kiss Anime. It may have been. Two days ago, I went to Kiss Anime, and I remember you or someone talking to me about Beat the Vandalbuster a long time ago. Probably me. Uh, so it was I, relevant in my mind, and then as I was scrolling down Kiss Anime, I saw it. There's two different series. There was Beat the Vandalbuster, which was 52 episodes, then they did uh, Beat the Vandalbuster Excelion, which I never watched, but that had nothing to do with the manga, because the manga was on hiatus, and they are like, alright, we're just going to do our own anime yeah. story, which... And- 
I'm not saying it was bad, but I never watched it, right. so I don't know. And I but, saw it, and I was like, huh, I feel like that hasn't been relevant in forever. Yeah, because uh, it's been, like that article was saying, about ten years. Yeah. So, there you go. Uh, let me, I'm, I'm trying to see if someone has um, it somewhere. <laughs> shit, I don't even remember. Yeah, I don't think there was a One Piece this week, so that was kind of upsetting. But there was a new Baruto. Oh my god, please just end it. Nothing wrong with Baruto. I don't want him to go on. <laughs> Hitman Reborn. Oh, that that you just brought back. Exactly what I was going to mention. Yeah, speaking of shit that goes fucking weird, Reborn got really fucking weird at the end. That ending was fucking nuts. Bizarre. Yeah. I mean, at least he had the balls to end it there. Like, you know, unlike Bleach, but... Yeah, but that... No, that ending... Hell, the Bleach ending, I think people were pissed off at that because they were like, oh, that's it? You're not going to, like, oh, what happened to Urohara? What happened to this guy? Or the real question is, do you really want him to go on? <laughs> See, that's why I, I didn't care. As well. I, yes, I would like to know what happened to Urahara, but I'm not going to be pissed about it. I'm just read the novel. Somewhere. Move on. Like. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to find someone that has it because uh, my usual place doesn't. I I don't know. I but if this if they have started it back up, I will be extremely happy about that, and I'll have a few chapters to read <sighs> because if they started up in spring of this year, then uh. I I tend to stay away from shonen nowadays because of how bad things usually tend to end up happening. I don't really uh, keep up with much new manga, honestly. Um, there was one series I meant to start. It's not new, I would say. It's called, um, but it's being released kind of weekly by uh, Hokuto Nogun. It's called uh, Super Doctor K. Mm. It's a medical drama, apparently, but it's done by the Fist of the North Star guy, so it looks like Kinshiro's a fucking surgeon, you know. Let me fix you. <laughs> well, apparently the last few chapters were like in space or something. Oh my god! So I, I, I'm very interested, but I haven't started it yet. They already have like fifty some odd chapters translated. Uh, yeah, no. See, I've been sticking to closer to like twenty four episode animes that have a start and end. No, I, I hear that, but because uh, Shonen is just man, when when like your favorite anime, you know, of all time for a long time, which is was Naruto for me, ends the way it does, just like everything else does when it gets to a certain point. I, I think it's just, you know, it's time for you to learn your lesson and just be like, look, if you want a really good story, you're not going to get it out of a shonen. Just period. I, no, no, that JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. JoJo's, I uh, see, that's the thing. JoJo's in One Piece does something different, though, which makes them out of the formula a little bit. Because, sort of, JoJo's technically work the same way up until he did the whole reset thing. Spoilers. I don't know if you <laughs> Well, it's very old, 10-year-old yeah. plus spoilers, but... Yeah, whatever. Uh... Well, I guess for the anime-only crowd. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that's sort of, I guess, a way of handling things. And I guess One Piece, he sort of kind of kept things in mind the way he had them originally. So mm-hmm. if, I got, if I'm not mistaken, he like told somebody about the ending before he dies. Well, uh, well, he told a sick, dying child about the ending. <laughs> oh, so that kid's dead. Yes. <laughs> that sucks. Um, I don't know. I, I, it's just... Every time I see something that seems interesting, I'm like, oh, that'd be so cool to watch a character power up and go through the storyline or whatever. And then I realize, you know what's going to happen either halfway or the end? It's going to be something stupid. Like, especially one of the things I hate the most is when stuff forgets what it started with. Like, let's talk about, like, Naruto, for instance. When they started it off, it was like, hey, we're going to teach you how, like, hand seals work and how the universe and chakra <laughs> and stuff like that. That's cool because now we have an understanding how the mechanics work in this anime. Guess what? That gets thrown out of the fucking window in a fucking second. Or how about we had this little sad tale about how there was a war way back when. And we had uh, bloodline users who were very rare, you know. And, and they were killed off. Though There were very, very few of these people. 
And all of a sudden, fucking they start popping up like they're fucking rabbits. They're all over the fucking place. Everyone has bloodline limits. You know, it's like, oh, let's do this. Let's do that, you know? I. It's just... I, I, people just don't know how to put a, a cork on powers. Like ultimately, mm-hmm. like when a shonen, you, you no, it's I call it the shonen trap. I, I it's, it's I think they'll fall into. I think the only anime I've ever seen do something kind of like retarded, and it was funny. It was hilarious because I've never seen anything else do this before. Although it was completely bullshit and still kind of falls under the same category, it was Yu Yu Hakusho, and that was through the entire anime. He kept pretty much the same abilities all the way through. Mm-hmm. He got stronger and trained, but everything was fine until the last fucking fight where nothing in the entire anime was ever mentioned about his father being a demon or him being part demon at all. And he's been on all these life-threatening situations, mm-hmm. all this shit that he could have used this. And he fights all this guy and transforms into demon and, and brutally beats the fuck out of him. And you're left thinking, what just happened? Like, I mean, it's 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 almost like... If the end of like Dragon Ball Z, if Goku's fighting Frieza, and he he not only turns he turns Super Saiyan three and turns Frieza into a ragdoll, mm-hmm. and the fight's over in like two seconds, and, and Goku's like, "I'm so sorry, I don't know what I've done to you," and Frieza's like, "Go away." <laughs> I mean, it's it it was hilarious because it was the last part, so there wasn't really any harm because after that he's done. But it was like, did you just have an itch to give him all this power at the end, or have no way of writing him to be more powerful? No, it's it's like Bleach, right? It's like, oh, your mom was a Quincy, by the way. Oh, my God. Oh. So it's like, you're half Quincy, half Shinigami, half every, hollow every, every time I think of Bleach, I think of that picture of Spongebob, where he has a hollow mask and Super Saiyan <laughs> hair, and he's like Demon Fox and Shining Gun. I was like, that's just fucking shonen all over the place. I, I think, uh, like, Dragon Ball Super, it's like in the 50s of episodes. Now. I think one reason I enjoy that so much, well... One is Dragon Ball, so that's I'm biased towards that. Yeah, fair enough. Two, I don't think it takes itself that seriously either, for uh, the most part. It just it's just kind well, of like, eh, I, we're doing this I, thing. It happens. I, I feel like it hadn't been taking itself seriously until it got to this Black Goku arc. I, I, yeah, then it started taking. Because here's the thing: like, there've been a lot of threats. This one's kind of bad. Because the thing is, is like up until this point, like all your threats have been like alien. Like you've had to fight this guy or this guy or that guy. We're fighting Goku. Like the bad guy is a Goku. Like who can do weird Super Saiyan shit and everything else? Like, well, I think too. Well, they're taking they're they're more serious in this arc for sure. But it's like, um, I mean, obviously, other than Yanjirobe saving them, which yeah. I thought was retarded, but like. <laughs> Where did he come from? I also think they also just don't give a fuck at some point. He's like, yeah, sure, Super Saiyan Rose, let's do it. You know? Well, <laughs> it's like, yeah, I mean, there are obviously parts where he's just, like, having fun with it. Like, yeah. fuck it. But, and obviously, like... Or like, I mean, oh, hey, here's Future Trunks. Let him... He's strong enough to stab a fucking god now. I mean, yeah, I mean... This god what, happens to be immortal, yeah, so that kind of, you know... That's what I was going to say. Up, I, I like, think it's gotten to the point where, obviously, people who are super anal about shit would be mm-hmm. like, well, why can Trunks do this it's shit? Like, that's yeah, who cares, you know? You know, but it's like, yeah, whatever. Power yeah. In, power levels have been thrown out the window, like, years or ago. Yeah, it's like, well, how was Super Saiyan 2 Trunks, you know, standing toe-to-toe with Black Goku when Vegeta got his ass reamed in Super Saiyan God mode? Well, if we <laughs> want to go into, like, super, super deep mechanics of Dragon Ball Z, I think it originally was mentioned that if you're part human or half Saiyan, you become stronger for some ungodly known reason. Well, it's because, yeah, it's the best best of both worlds kind right. of thing, like, a mix. So, so technically, Trunks or, is half. I should say, your potential is, right. you know. So... His equivalent of Super Saiyan 2 would be the equivalent of Gohan Super Saiyan 2, which technically was higher than a Super mm. Saiyan 2. So, eh, whatever. And to be fair, the the uh, pfft, the what the hell are they 
called? The sages or whatever the hell. The Kai. Mm. The other Kai is not in Goku's body. And Goku fought him like Super Saiyan. Mm. So, I mean, he's probably on the same power levels as Super Saiyan. Give or take. Now, the other one who's in Goku's body, well, obviously he's probably in somewhere in the range of Super Saiyan God, mm. clearly. And combined with both of them, I think, it, I believe it or not, I think it makes more sense anyway. Because in the fight, Trunks is fighting the regular one, and Goku's fighting the Super Saiyan mm-hmm. one. So, you know, I mean, that's okay. One's fighting the equivalent of the other. Now, there were some parts where Trunks knocked back the Black Goku, which was kind of odd. But, I mean, whatever. Like, Power Rangers, or Power Levels have never been that solid in the anime anyway. And, and to be fair, Dragon Ball Z is the joke mm-hmm. of Shonen. It literally started this crap. Like, of who's stronger and why Why is Frieza gold? <laughs> like, well, that's the thing. I think that goes back to not taking itself that seriously, which is, I'm fine with. Yeah. You know, it's just... I mean, can you ever tell me what Piccolo's power level is? Because that bitch can do shit randomly power, like, Super Saiyan. I sometimes. thought it was weird that uh, in the... Uh, TV series, which I guess is the canon, I would say, instead of the movie, like, they killed Piccolo in the Return of Frieza arc, you know, the same way that he died whenever Vegeta came, no. saving Gohan's dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> which, if, if there was ever anything that frustrates me more in Dragon Ball Z than anything else is Gohan. Okay, here's the thing. Gohan has the potential. Potential. Had the potential to be the strongest out of all of them. Potential, but here's the thing with these mixed breeds. They're not totally a warrior race, you know. They are more lax. They don't want to fight. Sure. Like the but, others. <laughs> but let's go back to the Cell arc and look at that. And then what we have now. Yeah, well, hell, let's look at Mystic Gohan. Oh my god, who let's en- not, because I'm going to cry. <laughs> he ended up getting so cocky, Tien had to save his ass. Tien! Which also was crazy. <laughs> and it, that is probably one of my favorite parts of all Dragon Ball Z, is when Cell's fucking getting pissed and like, Why is Tien doing this? Oh, no, Boo. Was it Boo? No. Mystic Gohan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Tien saves Gohan's stupid ass because Gohan gets fucking cocky. Doesn't Tien save them in Cell, too? Well, like, he keeps, he keeps blasting down, yeah, him. With yeah, the tribe, yeah. yeah, Significantly shortening his lifespan. Sure, but it's pissing <laughs> the fuck off of Cell. It's great. Like, I mean, it's just fantastic to see one of the lower human forms manage to knock back one of those guys. And he'd just get madder and madder uh, and madder. I remember that in Burst Limit, how I would kick so much ass with Tien and Yamcha, like, online, and people would rage. <laughs> oh, yeah. That game. <laughs> that game was pretty good. I think if they went that route a little bit further, that game could have been better. That game, it was more of a balanced fighter. Right. Which I liked. I would say, which, don't get me wrong, like, Tenkaichi Budokai 3 and all this shit. Those you are know, just fun. They're fun, yeah, but they're not, like, no. Burst Limit was more competitive. Right. You know. Which everybody hate. Well, okay, so if they had tournament mode in that damn game, it would have been fine. Everyone mm. bitched because there was nothing else to do yeah. once you were done with the game. And which, it stopped at the Cell Saga for some weird reason. <laughs> <laughs> because, well, from what I from what I gathered, they probably were just trying to pull Budokai, where it's like, mm. well, we can make another game that has the other stuff in it. Yeah. It's like, uh, nobody liked this game because you had nothing else in it. Like, you had, you had Brawly. Oh. <laughs> like, because we wanted that. Oh, whatever. <laughs> well, you have to have Brawly. No. Yeah. We had three fucking movies well, shit, is it, that asshole. What is it, Super Saiyan 3 Brawly or whatever is in uh, that uh, the second? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like Super Saiyan 3 Vegeta or whatever. Yeah. Why don't we have Ooze Brawly? Let's just have fucking Ooze Brawly. Oh my god. Bio Brawly? Yeah, just for real. <laughs> Why not? He's, he's probably one of the only characters that hasn't been in a damn game. I mean, they put Salza in a game for shit's sake. He's cool, man. He's a little gay, but he's cool. <laughs> just a little gay. He's cool. <laughs> Which, by the way, you know, Black Goku seems to be now using his move, apparently. So, <laughs> lightsaber ability. Where that came from, I don't know why. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of cool, I guess. I don't know. 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, well, was, Vegito had a a light sword. It was. Too. Oh, he did. <laughs> it was cool that uh, Trunks used Final Flash, though. That's pretty neat. I'll tell you what. I, I started getting emotional <laughs> thinking that, was, that one. That was that. If Vegito was awake, he might have cried. It, a little as, bit. as dumb as it sounds for a thirty-year-old dude watching a cartoon, whenever I saw him put his hands together and start saying that, I'm like, oh my Final god. This is <laughs> I'm like, the sun has learned. <laughs> to be fair, it's kind of funny. Like. The Trunks of their timeline is an idiot. Mm-hmm. The Trunks, Future Trunks has always been more intelligent for some reason. Well, I think it's, well, probably because he had to make it basically on his own. Like, for, for instance, <laughs> like, the, the, the Trunks, the Future Trunks, well, I guess it's kind of weird. Like, the other Future Trunks is kind of stupid, too. Mm-hmm. But the Future Trunks that came back whenever the Cell Saga was going on, and he did the whole burly thing or whatever, and didn't realize anything about it, this Trunks actually caught on, like, instantly. Like, he literally realized, like... That's the same Trunks. But that's so weird. But no, I thought it. Well, I thought it was cool when he was uh, sparring with Vegeta, and he goes into like Ultra Super Saiyan. But he's like, with, no. But he's just like, and Vegeta's like, you idiot! You don't learn a thing. And then he goes back and then punches. Yep. Him, and he's like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, hmm, you're not so dumb. <laughs> to be fair, though, I still like the bulky, crazy-looking trunks. But Mm-mm. Super Trunks yeah, is the. It's awesome. Yeah. I mean, honestly, Vegeta didn't really learn much from that either, because he's used sort of a weird half-form of that and mm. called himself Super Vegeta. So, I mean, you know. Well, they, they learned eventually, but just not at that time. Well, Goku learned immediately. Yeah, that's why he's like, fuck this, we're doing, we're going to ascend even and then, higher. And then he's beating on Gohan, and Gohan like starts transforming, like, what the hell is that? What is that? That is God. But not later. Uh, those transformations they're weird how like super between Super Saiyan 1 and 2 there's like three other transformations or yeah. which they never really make a mention of at all like the it was so weird because the mid transformation with before 1 and 2 mm-hmm. is the only time they ever talk about some kind of weird well there's like middle. three states there's like Super Saiyan just the regular like you know Goku Vegeta yeah. alright then the, the second state of that is what is known as either like Super Trunk Super Vegeta or Ultra Super Saiyan as that has been called before. Which is bulk. The bulk, yes. Yeah. More bulk, but less speed. Right. And then there's, and then there's the third one, before two, that Goku and Gohan did. It's when they were in like a relaxed state where they were just keeping it on, but they weren't powered up. But then they learned that know? was killing them. Yeah. <laughs> because it was draining their life force by saying that's mm-hmm. But it was more of like, they could just do it without thinking about it. It's like when you, when you first start learning how to drive, and you... Think yeah, about it a yeah. lot, but now you know. Which is probably the like, reason would help them to move forward into mm-hmm. the next stage is faster than. Yeah, and then two, their hair grows a little, and they have lightning. more pronounced, and they have the lightning. Um, Three is the more Neanderthal <laughs> style of it with the bigger which, brow, no eyebrows. Other than Goten and Goku, the, they really Gotenks and Goku, yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, I remember Trunks is like, "Well, Vegeta, can't you can't you go Super Saiyan three like Goku did?" And he's like, ha, ha, "You idiots!" And they go Super Saiyan gods. Yeah. <laughs> like I've got something better. Well, I think at that point Vegeta just realized it was pointless. Yes. Like there was no point of going to that form when he could go higher than that anyway. Um, that form apparently like rips through space and time in some way, or, or at least for Goku it did. Remember, because like he, he had a time limit or whatever. Well, he was I, dead. well I think I think. Or it, it so here's drains the, so much energy. Yeah, so here's my, here's my theory about Super Saiyan 3. I don't necessarily think that it was supposed to be attainable. Mm. I think the thing that happened was because he was dead and had, like, infinite key, mm. he managed to train enough to where he could push it out and then, you know, have that form. Mm. But when he came back to life and he was fighting Boo, he realized, holy shit, this is super hard to manage in a normal body. 
And then that's why he was starting to lose it over and over again. Mm-hmm. And then they split off with the God Mode thing. I'm about to tell you what, though. You want to talk about a time that I was, like, shitting my pants is whenever he was fighting, uh, what was it, Hit? Mm-hmm. And he fucking used KO Kin in the God Mode. I was like, <laughs> yes. talk about a move that hasn't been mentioned in fucking forever. And I was like, I didn't even know he could do that. Well, yeah, he used, no, he used KO Kin in Super Saiyan Mode, which... Fucked with him because yeah. it's not supposed to work that way. Because Super Saiyan, which is, if you've ever watched a uh, movie seven, the Android Super Android thirteen, Super Saiyan is an inherently evil form. Right. And like whenever he did the spirit, spirit bomb, bomb which is yeah. pure, you know, he literally went fucking insane, punched a hole through Android thirteen and threw him up into the spirit bomb. Yeah. You know that's like why whenever you see him uh, when he destroys Kid Buu, he makes the spirit bomb. He's not a Super Saiyan. Right. But and he goes he behind it, it to and, push it. Yeah, right. he pushes it back. Yeah. Like okay. Can't believe we had such a nice discussion about Super Saiyan forms. I I rather enjoyed that. <laughs> to oh, be honest yeah. with you. Yeah. But, I, I what I what I really like is how uh, a lot of people were just like, oh, you know, he just he just went Super Saiyan in uh, on Namek just because he got angry. I'm like, no, it was a little bit more than that because if I'm not mistaken, he was using Ko Kin the entire time he was on Namek, and that was actually pushing him over the edge to begin. There is there's even another form of Super Saiyan before Super Saiyan. It, called, uh, it was only in one of the movies, really. It's uh, They called it Fault Super Saiyan or whatever. It's kind of like almost the power of a Super Saiyan, but not quite getting there. It was in the Lord Slug movie. Interesting. Yeah. Who did that? Goku. Oh. Because he oh, cause he never went to Namek at that point. It was right? before the Namek, yeah. Huh. It was when Lord Slug came down, he became like the Super Namek or whatever. That's yeah, that was like the worst movie out of all of them. Although, I, I should rewatch those movies. You know what's funny about the Bojack one. movie? Is like, once he goes Super Saiyan 2, he just kills them. Like, yeah, he, goes, he murders them. Well, he goes nuts, and then uh, he's fighting Bojack, who transforms, because everything transforms. And then Goku breaks the fucking rules. And just punches him through death. Yes. He he's comes like, away from my son. He instant transmissions <laughs> through dimensions while he's dead. You're not supposed to do that, Goku. <laughs> and then Gohan's like, oh my god. <laughs> and just, he fucking cuts, he kicks through that one person. Mm-hmm. And then just punches through Bojack's. And I was like, well, that's the easiest thing ever. Well, except for the cooler. Which was dumb. Because here's the thing, like, Cooler's transformation was my favorite. Like, he turns into Shredder. It's fucking <laughs> he does, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but when he actually does this in, like, all this, you know, disturbed music playing and everything. And the, well, yeah, the, on, the, <laughs> on the old dub version. Yeah, it's yes. like, oh, this is awesome. And then Goku just picks up a bird that did, and he brings him back to life, which I guess they have that power, and goes Super Saiyan, and then fires him into the sun. And I was like, <laughs> wow. I must say, I. I, I think it's a nice touch. I have all the uh, steelbooks for all the movies. They're all like the widescreen, you know, new versions of them that yeah. came out back in the day. Um, they have, you know, the English voice cast with the Japanese track and stuff, but they also included the old, like, Funimation dub track with all the disturbed songs That's and shit. Awesome. I was like, man. <laughs> so I remember, yeah, they were playing, like, Down with the Sickness was on Lord Slug, I yeah. think. They're doing the final Well, it, it, was, <laughs> like, it, was, it was kind of funny because, like, all the movies, they always ended, like, too quick. Like, there would be, like, the story, and then, like, when well, you actually Most the of the fight, movies are, like, 45 minutes long. They're, yeah. they're not even an hour long, yeah. for the most part. It, it was just funny, because you get, like, oh, Goku's running away, he's hurt, whatever. And then, like, when he does transform, he just kills them. He one-shots them. It's like, mm. what the hell? Man, I didn't realize how many Naruto movies there were until I, like, looked it up. Because, like, even though I, I don't really want to go back and start... There's no point of watching any of them. <laughs> I don't want to go back and pick back up, like, the um, Naruto anime series that much. I kind of do just to fucking do it. But, like, 
kind of like the One Piece anime as well as like I would rather just for now anyway just like watch the movies and TV specials because those are all like new things. Well, did to you me. ever finish the original? Did you ever finish? Naruto? No, so you never finished. Naruto. I never made it to Shippuden. No. Well, well that's well, that's <laughs> fine. Shippuden. No, I, I was caught in that filler mess at the end of Naruto. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, I saw some of the. I saw. Did you, get to, the, did you get the Valley of the End though? Oh yeah, no, I saw the main oh, story. Yeah, I know. You're good. No, no, no. The, I filler, just, the year filler is legendarily. I, oh no, I got I got a few episodes into the year of filler, but then I just kind of stopped and never picked it back up. Which but, is um, fine because most people did that. Yeah, I think I only saw the first two Naruto movies though. Like I had never watched any of the Shippuden movies. God, um, I don't remember what the first two were. Well, I remember the first one was like, the, the Snow Princess. Yeah. Oh, okay. I remember like the Rainbow Rosin Gun one, and I remember uh, the second one was like about this. There, there was like this dude with a sword and some stone or something, and Conqueror kills some bitch in the castles. Ah, <laughs> uh, I don't think I watched that one because that's pretty weird. <laughs> the third one, uh, which I haven't seen, it that's the one where they're wearing like summer shorts and like Rock Lee's with them for some reason. <laughs> I think that's the ro- the Rainbow Rosin Gun one, probably. Because it's like with the spoiler. Yeah, because I, I was looking these up. I was like, man, there's like that Road to Ninja movie, which is like an alternate, you know, dream world oh where they're my, all like. Going. Okay, so if there was one <laughs> movie for you to watch, it's that one. Okay, yeah. Because that one's great. That one's so weird. Like, Hinata's a slut and like, yeah, wants yeah. Naruto so bad. It's weird. Everybody's changed in that. And it's kind of funny because, it, I, in a weird way, it kind of. I mean, not that you really need to be mm. reminded of this, but it shows, like, if Naruto was evil. Ultimately, mm. like it shows, Naruto was evil, and he was an Uchiha. Ultimately, okay, because that's what happens. He who he fights in the end of the movie is a Uchiha Naruto with Demon Fox. So it's like a Demon Fox one on one fight. It's it's crazy. Okay, yeah, I, I wouldn't mind watching that. I also wouldn't mind watching the last two movies that came out because they're canon for one thing, like the last and then the Baruto movie as well. Which they they're making the Baruto manga the monthly thing. And um, did you post something on Facebook? No. Because I just got an email message from John saying, thanks for the invite. Oh, it's probably for the Taste of Berlin thing. Because ah, I'm, <laughs> I'm like, fault. I'm like, did you say anything about us podcasting tonight? No, I haven't said anything. <laughs> Unless he's listening in now, which is kind of creepy. Yeah, like he came back, he came back from his game. He like punches to the door. <laughs> what are you guys doing? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> but uh, no, yeah, I've been reading the Baruta manga, which the first few chapters are just a retelling of the movie, I think, because it's about surprised. like the Chunin exam and the ninja technology. And right now, the uh, two people. Technology. The two people from the um, the clan from that last the mother of all chakra bitch or whatever their final Kagura. yeah that's her the name Kagura. Dude, that's I, a good that's a good way of describing. I tell you what, and I've mentioned this to John too. Like as far as me remembering stuff, like I think when I watch the anime, it absorbs better in my mind because like even with One Piece, I forget so many names after the time skip. Mm. Like I know I I'm pretty much know what happens, but like I forget a lot of things. Yeah. You know, I guess because I read it from week to week. Well, to be fair, I, I never, I didn't, I didn't finish Naruto by watching it. I finished Naruto by reading it. So, well, so did I, obviously, because I haven't seen it since before that. I, but. I don't know. I loosely kept up with the ending because I just, I didn't really care anymore. So, I mean, I cared to see the ending, but once they killed Neji and all that shit, I was just like done. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. But um, but yeah, I, I mean, and honestly, the Baruta manga, I like those characters. I like the kids so far. You know, I don't. Have any qualms with it? I think it's a good start. And also, Kishimoto is not like really writing it or anything too, so maybe that helps. I guess he's eh. a new guy, but I mean, uh, or hell, the game that came out. Uh, which did you hear? There's a new expansion coming out for that next year about Baruto and stuff. Yeah, it's like going to be a big add-on expansion. You're shitting me. No, they just announced it. Uh, oh this my week. Let me god! Pull that up. 
I yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't really have a problem with it. I like the Naruto universe, but... Mm-hmm. Like, Serata and Boruto. I, I love those characters, actually. Just by seeing them in the game, I like them. You know? The ending but, just kind of put a bad taste in my mouth. Well, I think... I think I'm liking Boruto. It's picking it back up for me, anyway. I mean, your results it, may vary. It isn't much... Uh, it isn't so much... <sighs> The explanations at the end were dumb. <laughs> and they literally resonated through the world of Naruto forever. Because basically it's like, you're telling me some random ass tree is what gave all of the normal ninjas fucking chakra. And the bunny rabbit princess who no one fucking knew anything about, like, was, you know, the main bad. Mm-hmm. And me and Jason actually talked about this. And this was something that I brought up and I thought this was really stupid. At the end, her son, the shadow form of whatever it is, mm-hmm. he basically states that he is responsible for, like, all of the ninja wars up until mm-hmm. this point. And the fact that he managed to plot all of this out and have no problems up until now is bullshit. Like, you're telling me that he's managed to control and manipulate generation after generation of ninja to get to this point, and yet now he fucks up? Like... I don't know. That seems a little ridiculous to me. Yeah, here it is. Ultimate Ninja Storm Road to Boruto announced for Japan, releasing February 2nd in Japan. Well, that's that'll be something else, I guess, to play that again. Yeah, and it's uh, an expansion, I guess. So they're doing sort of the Kabuto thing they did yeah. with the uh, last yeah. game. Yeah, at Tokyo Game Show, um, there was a play demonstration of Sasuke versus Kenshiki, which is currently happening in the manga right now, and it was in the movie, I guess. Interesting. I wonder if they're going to be lazy. <laughs> like they're so known to do in those games. <laughs> I gotta say, those games there. I hope that this trilogy or whatever is they're redoing that or whatever. Like one, two, and three, like coming out for like Xbox One and PS4. I'm gonna tell you right now. If you play the first game after playing these, you'd be like, oh my god, they put so much time and effort into the first game. I think they, they the did, games- and the stories are magnificent. <laughs> yes. However, they got really, really lazy later on. That's all I'm oh, saying. Oh, I, I know, like, with the cutscenes and shit, oh, right? Oh, my God. Yeah, you know, no, I know. I know with the fourth one they they did. But still, the rest of it, it's... One, it's fucking beautiful. And two, I can relive the whole series again yeah. by playing through it that way. But it also goes back to... The first game was a much more viable multiplayer experience. The ones after that, not so much. Because mm-hmm. everything just got in kind of berserk. Like, everything was just... Transform into giant form and beat the fuck out of you. That's, that's dumb. Or go, like, super, super fast and all this well, other bullshit. There's a thing with, like, multiplayer on those games, too. I always say it's, like, they're more like who can press A the fastest. But the first game know? wasn't like that. That's the thing. That's why that, That's why it's such a big difference. But the first game was also, like, a big deal mm. because they had no idea how well it was going to do. So they put a lot more money and time into it. And it was also an exclusive. Yeah, it was. It was very exclusive. So, it was. Um, I don't know. I, I kind of hope that they just sort of do the Dragon Ball Z thing when we're doing and kind of just make different games, mm-hmm. you know, just move on with it and try to make a different kind of game or whatever. Well, I think the thing, like, with Dragon Ball, what works is, like, how they have this whole, like, time force and stuff like that, even though it, it's totally against the space law or whatever. But, I, uh, I'm uh, actually surprised that Dragon Ball Z and uh, Naruto haven't fallen into the Koei realm yet. Oh, like the Warriors? Yeah, style? because I would love to play a game like that with them in it. Well, wasn't there a... Wasn't Dragon Ball Sagas kind of like that? We don't speak of that game. I don't know. I never played it. It was bad. <laughs> <laughs> it was really bad. There's a Dragon Ball Z card game, and that game was better well, than that game. here's the thing with, like, Dragon Ball... Naruto? Okay, I can see. There's plenty of fodder. They, sort of, they, they sort of did that too with Dragon Or Naruto, too. It was uh, Dragon Ball, like, ni- or uh, Naruto Ninja Blade or some bullshit like mm-hmm. that. It was the laziest thing I've ever seen. Like, Tommy 
I love them to death, the old games they made, but they got fucking lazy as mm. shit. They literally reused most of the assets from the fighting game to make, like, a 3D game where you run around and beat people up. Mm. I'm like, this is a joke. Like, even, like, the character models were straight rips from the fucking fighting but game. But with Dragon Ball, I mean, at least with Z and stuff, how could they, what kind of enemies could they throw at you? Everything. I mean, yeah, okay, I get it. Freeze, <laughs> freeze the soldiers. Okay. But Wait, how many times are you going to... Here's, okay, here's my argument. If they can make an Attack on Titan game... They sure damn as well can make a Dragon Ball Z game. And I'm going to tell you right now, the t- Attack on Titan game, Koei game, is so different than what you would expect a Koei game to be. It's impressive. And it's a fun game. Probably the closest thing you get to Attack on Titan game. So I don't see why they couldn't adapt to Dragon Ball Z game. I mean, God, they're God-tier of anime games right now. Yeah, One Piece is... I need to play through those games. <laughs> what you hear, that's what's kind of weird about One Piece. One Piece has been a very for some reason a very difficult anime to make a good game out of. I don't know why they've struggled so hard to make things... I thought, I thought Burning Blood was fine. It was just... It, it's, it's not a competitive fighter. No, and that's kind of weird. But you, it's hard to make a competitive fighter out of those because it's the same with like Dragon Ball. You know, It's like, okay, it's a competitive fighter. All right, I'm going to pick Yamcha against Super Saiyan 3 Broly. Who should win? <laughs> you know, it's like... But there have been times when it's worked. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Same thing with Naruto. The timing game wasn't perfect. But at least it was a decent fighting game. I think for the closest had. thing to a competitive One Piece fighting game they made was the fighting for One Piece game on PS2, and that game blew ass. <laughs> it sucked. I just I don't know. Even I'll say that. <laughs> it's just kind of weird. Like I don't I don't know what it is about One Piece, but for some reason it has a strange like I think stagnant air around it. Burning is- Blood works fine as a One Piece fighting game. Like I think it does. Kind of like how uh, the first JoJo's game that came out over here, the uh, All Star Battle, were great as a JoJo's fighting game. Competitive it's, fighter, maybe not so much. It just seems weird but, because, uh, like, Fate Stays or, or Night or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. That came. That has a fighting game on the PS2 game, and people love that game. And it's a straight up really good like one on one fighting mm-hmm. game. And that game has uh, that anime has all sorts of weird shit and powers and stuff like that. So Hell, why? I dare say One Piece Burning Blood. There's more strategy to the like multiplayer and fighting to that game than Naruto. <laughs> oh well, yeah, but I mean, <laughs> or even Dragon Ball, even Xenoverse can get very repetitive at times. Blast, 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 super blast. I think but, that <laughs> Xenoverse gets fucking repetitive because of the damn grinding. Mm, I, that too. That too. I hate hate having to sit there and grind for hours just to fucking get high enough level to take on android fucking 17 and 18 after i fought cell with gohan <laughs> who are now stronger than me for some reason I, I and, then I, and then i have to buy these clothes to change my i, I hate when games do that too buying clothes to change stats because i end up looking like a retard or something or, or, how, or how about like, like in tekken 6 you make your one character with your one race and you're yeah like, oh, i want to try the other ones oh but you'll have to delete your character unless you beat the game i'm like fuck this like God, that's ridiculous. Like, they should have had all the open slots up mm. to begin with. Because if you're going to give me races, obviously I want ult. Come on. Yeah. Like, really. They said maybe the new one. Because I'm not picking Majin. If their transformation is just Majin, or, uh, Majin Buu kid form, that's just dope. Even if I'm a female. It's like, what? I don't know. Oh, and my biggest, biggest gripe about the universe, and this is just me, obviously, is they don't have Buhan. Why the fuck is Buhan not in the game? There was a he was a huge story character. Like, why in the world was he really? Yes. Okay, Vegito kicked his ass a bit. And then, then sure, but he was awesome. Like Buhan I, uh, was great. Well, Tenkaichi three, dude. And I was also yeah. super pissed that fucking he wasn't like that form of Boo is not mm-hmm. a, a race. Like I can't be like a super Boo. Like I have to be a fat Boo. Because Super Boo was Super Boo. In fact, how is Majin even a fucking race? I still don't have an answer to that. <laughs> because it is. It is. 
just <laughs> apparently not the other forms for some reason. Apparently, you could be female. How was how was how did that happen? I just want to know. I, I don't care if it's a bullshit explanation. I, I, I think there's a legitimate explanation. I think I've read it somewhere, but I don't remember it. Someone gave them a female. Form. I, I'm sure it'll be a bullshit explanation, but like, just give me an explanation at all. It's I'm, I'm, like, just, I'm, just, I'm just watching the trailer and laughing my ass off because I'm watching all the transformations. I see like, all right, let's see what Namex can do. I can get big. I'm like. That's weird. <laughs> I don't remember that. What, okay. Nam- Namek's getting big? Yeah. Like, giant? Yeah. Piccolo did that in Dragon Ball. Oh, what, like, 12 years ago? Like, <laughs> no, probably like 20 well, years ago. Yeah. Point. So he never decided to use that ever again? It's, yeah, he, he never really did that in Z, did he? <laughs> no, no. Not even one time. Yeah, in Dragon Ball during the tournament when he fought Goku, he... <laughs> not <laughs> one time. Giant, dude. Oh, and then, like, humans <laughs> get the fucking Nimbus and the stick. It's like, that's your transformation? <laughs> I'm like, okay. That's cool, I guess. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Good for you. Congratulations. And, oh, and then oh, and then it's like, oh, get get ready, guys. You ready for the, the Freezes Race transformation? Gold. <laughs> it's like, are you shitting me? Why can't I have the Shredder transformation, really? Because <laughs> only one could do that. And he's not even canon. Mm, yes. A lot of things aren't canon. Then again, they throw GT characters in that fucking game, and they're... You know what I love? They, they might or might not be canon. <laughs> who knows? You know? you know who I would really, really like to have a transformation in the new game? That mm-hmm. never had one is, uh, what's his name? Turles? <laughs> That'd be awesome. Well, he had a Uzaru transformation in uh, oh, Tinkaichi 3. Every monkey, everybody can go monkey for him. <laughs> but, like, yeah, that'd be great, because, like, he had the whole, like, fruit of power thing. Mm. I wish you could do that and go Super Saiyan, because that'd it was, be I like playing as Turles in 3 for some fucking reason. Well, he's know. got that weird... Uh, the ring? Yeah, thing. he's got yeah. that weird ring blast. He also has that blast where you're on the ground and he just fucking blasts you in the face. I, he's He was the closest jackass villain we've had. <laughs> and he looked like Goku. That's what made it so mm-hmm. funny. And especially the part where Gohan's like, Daddy? He's like, ha! <laughs> like, just starts beating the shit out of him. I'm like, that's great. <clears throat> I don't know. I think uh, we got, like, Super Saiyan Bardock. I mean, that's cool. But that's... Sort of canon? No, oh, that is canon. He's a legendary yes. Super Saiyan. Yeah, apparently. Time travel. It depends, <laughs> depends on what you consider canon. I mean, I, I would consider that canon, I guess. But then again... I don't want... Bar- look, even, I don't even want Toriyama's Bra- been like, canon, what's that? You know? <laughs> I don't want Brawly to be the legendary Super Saiyan, okay? Well, I, don't, I, never, thought, I never thought Broly was the legendary <laughs> Super Saiyan. But they call him that. Well, it's because Broly was basically just Ultra Super Saiyan, what Trunks and Vegeta learned to do. No, he was bullshit green ooze Super Saiyan. <laughs> well, uh, Why did he get punched and turn to green energy? <laughs> Please tell me that. Well, I think he was like... And why did he hate Goku so much? Well, that's explained. Because of the baby thing? Yeah. He don't even remember that. Apparently he does. That's stupid. And his dad controlled him like a jackass with the fucking collar? Yeah. Oh my god. I, I don't like that character at all. He was ridiculous. And I think what made Broly like legendary was just he was just a big fucking Brock Lesnar motherfucker. No, I mean, I him. literally think that their explanation was like he was the legendary superstar. Right, but I, I mean, well, no... When they say legend, the legendary Super Saiyan, quote unquote, air quotes, what you're talking about, is and what, the, and what, does that even matter anymore? Because that's the thing that Frieza's race was afraid of from the legends or whatever, which well, ended up being Bardock. Because yes, that makes sense. But here's the here's what's really <laughs> fucking funny, and and this destroys all of Dragon Ball Z logic, which I guess doesn't really matter anyway because it never does. So they talk about how the legendary Super Saiyan was a big thing on mm-hmm. the planet, and everybody's scared of this. But then they also come around with Super, and they say, oh, hey, back on the planet, whenever everybody was fighting against each other, and, like, the world was destroying itself, five Saiyans got together with the sixth Saiyan and gave him power, and became a god Super Saiyan. So you're telling me that there was something stronger than Super Saiyan already on the planet that happened, 
Uh, well, you know, history is weird. Maybe bullshit. That, that wasn't <laughs> no. Dude, there's shit that happens that people don't know about. That was I guess. Except, you know, Frieza thinking he's the strongest in the universe, and yet he's not. He's a joke. Like, yet he knows the gods. He's met them, but he's not as strong as they are. I, I just find it funny. Like, they're chilling out. Beerus is just, like, fucking chilling out in chair. And Frieza's like, holy shit, what are you doing here? He's like, oh, I'm just watching. He's like, oh. It's like, yeah, you, you lied. You were not the strongest. In the, you're not even fucking close to the strongest in the universe. Oh, by the way, you have a brother. Did you know that? I shot him into the sun. <laughs> what? See, and in my mind, I always try and, like, in my weird head canon, like, try and make the movies canon, like, where they could fit. And, like, they could, in a way, fit. It's like, oh, this just kind of happened one day. You know, <laughs> like, in between, they just never talked about it again. <laughs> I, I mean, it would have to, because, like, the Cooler Saga was, like... Right after Goku got back. Yeah, well, I mean, shit, here, I'll <laughs> explain these to the best of my ability. Um, like, well, Trunks and Bardock was TV special, so I would consider that canon anyways. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, you got Dead Zone and World's Strongest. Dead Zone, that had to be canon if you're including the anime because of Garlic Jr. Even Garlic though, Jr. in the main story, though? He was the main villain of Dead Zone. Right. They trapped him in the Dead Zone. Right, but he was a movie character, though. Like never the Garlic had... Jr. saga after the Namek saga in the anime? Did that actually happen? In the anime. Or was that just the movies combined into, like... No, that wasn't the movies. He came back. He came out of the dead zone, trapped Kami and Mr. Popo in those bottles. But was that not another movie? Like, that was not a movie. Was that was... Sure? A, yes, I'm sure. That was, like, a 12-episode, you know, arc. <laughs> hmm. I, I could have swore Do that Do you was... question me? I'm just saying. <laughs> Are you questioning I'm me on saying Dragon Ball sometimes... Like, for instance, like Battlestar Galactica, way off topic. Sometimes, story-related things, they'll just add a movie in the middle of it and just say it's part of the episode. Do you want me to bet you a million dollars on this? No. Because okay. I'm not 100% sure. I am. It just seemed but I am 100% sure. It just seemed to me that I remember, like, Garlic Jr. showed up the first time, they blasted him in. And mm-hmm. he shows up again for some stupid yeah. reason. And that's like a 12 episode and they or whatever. blast him again in yeah, the fucking dead zone. they do. And you think this guy will learn not to start doing this damn movie. <laughs> but that's not a movie. <laughs> That's a series. And then all right, all right. World's Strongest, I guess. Um, Why has Garlic Jr. never been playable? He has. But not in, like, many things. It was just Tinka AG3. That's yeah. it. World's Strongest. Where would that take place, I guess? Um, what was World's Strongest? That was with Dr. Wheelow and... Dr. Wheelow. That was a... I haven't seen that one in a long-ass time. Dr. Wheelow rises again. His cunning assistant has gathered the Dragon Balls. Who the fuck was Dr. Wheelow? I see tomb, but before the mad scientists take over the world with their biotechnology, the doctor is in dire need of a body. He's trying to find a body... To Let me see. It, I guess. Oh, this is that brain dude. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember this. I guess that who was all in that movie? I guess that could take place after the Saiyan saga, maybe before they go to Namek. I'm not gonna lie, I think this is probably the least likely yeah. movie to exist in the entire. Saga. I don't know. World's Strongest. I've not seen that probably since the fucking 90s or something. I'm sure it's also the it's weirdest. Weird. And they don't even really like. They just showed up and beat the fuck out of him. So, mm. but see, that's another thing. Like all of these movies would have to take place before they went to Namek. Which couldn't have happened because Cooler did not. Cooler happened. Well, no, no, no. Oh, when I say all these movies, I mean two, three, and four. Oh, because um, well, I would have to read up on these again. I guess. Well, okay. Here you go. Here, here's one. When the fuck did uh, Turtles show up? Like, well, that's the thing. That's the next one. Tree might because like if it was because they already encountered the dynamics. With, like well, same with World's Strongest. Like they couldn't have done that because Goku was still on Earth whenever the rest of them went to Namek. Right. And so, he also was dead at a certain point for mm-hmm. a while, too. So so it couldn't have taken place before that. I would have to think about this again. <sighs> I haven't seen these these 
a lot of these movies I haven't seen in a long time. I think that just I think that just goes back to this just can't be canon. Yeah, yeah, yeah just, it just can't be. The timelines just don't add up. Yeah. Well, Garlic Jr., the Dead Zone takes place before Dragon Ball Z happens. But it's just kind of weird that Piccolo teams up with, you know, them before the Raditz thing. That's the only weird thing about it. But Doesn't Gohan know Masenko at one point, too? When he, he fights him the second time. From Piccolo, yeah. When the, he shows up the second time. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Because he fires him into the fucking dead zone. Mm-hmm. Twice. Yeah, I, I guess these probably couldn't have happened then because, like, uh, Lord Slug and Treatment, these are before Goku goes Super Saiyan. That's what I'm saying. So, and when he came back to life, he fought Vegeta and right. then he was in the hospital right. and then. Right, and then he went to Namek. Unless it was just Goku by himself in these movies? Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. You're right. I guess there's no way those could be canon then, unfortunately. No. There's got there's got to be a way. I'll make it. No. Now, Cooler's Revenge and Return of Cooler, those, I guess, could have happened, maybe? Really? But it would have. No. It would have had to happen after Mecha Frieza, though. Like, right after Mecha Frieza and after... Uh, Which wouldn't make sense. And after Trunks goes back. In fact, that movie in itself does not have enough logic in it in itself. Because in that movie, for some strange reason, Goku seemingly has some hard uh, trouble going Super Saiyan for mm-hmm. some reason. And Trunks is also not there. Which, obviously, if there was a threat big enough to have a problem, Trunks would show up and fucking take care of it. And he didn't. So that movie just can't exist either. Like it's just not plausible. Well, maybe he didn't know about Cooler because Cooler didn't happen in his timeline. I think those are more plausible than the other three. <laughs> um, Android thirteen and Bojack. These would have to be after the Cell Saga because Trunks is in them. Which means yeah, and Goku's dead in Bojack, and uh, but he's not dead in Android thirteen, is he? <laughs> nope. So that would have had to happen. Like in between the cell games or something like before the cell <laughs> games, the androids just kind of showed no, no, can't happen. Bojack, I guess, could have happened because that was after Goku died and Trunks is still kind of hanging out. It's like the day after the cell games and Bojack <laughs> is probably the closest to reality, I think, because mm-hmm. there's on there's nothing timeline related that would cause it to have problems. Yeah, well, I mean, I would say Dead Zone's probably the closest since they added it. Well, yeah, well, yeah, but like there's not there's nothing aside from well, th- okay, so Dead Zone can be mm-hmm. because it actually Garlic Jr is a real character. Yeah. But if if we're going off from just pure movie base, like BoJack would be the most plausible because there's nothing constricting it from being in that time frame. Like it's totally believable because Go- Goku is actually dead, like he's supposed to be. The Cell games are obviously over, and they're holding another tournament. Mm. And Trunks is still there. And Gohan's there, and they're doing all their thing. Gohan can go Super Saiyan 2 like he's supposed to. Like, there's just there's nothing compelling it to be a problem. Uh, here's another. Broly, the legendary Super Saiyan. This one actually takes place before Bojack. So Goku's still alive. So I guess that one couldn't have happened unless it was, like, <laughs> in that week before the Cell games. Like, no. fucking the androids come, and then Broly comes. And, and, if, that, and, if, that, and if that's the case, they should have brought Broly with them back to the Earth <laughs> so he could fight Cell. And they wouldn't even have to worry about it. And then Broly's Second Coming and Bio Broly are both basically just like Goten and Trunks. Which is like, haha, adventures. Like, I don't yeah, because Goku's dead in both of those. Like, <laughs> Broly's Second Coming, he mistakes Videl for Goku and beats her ass. <laughs> because he's so brain damaged. See, this is too much. Broly, Broly, Broly. <laughs> yeah, there are three Broly movies. Fusion Reborn. It's kind of weird. That's when he fights Yandra. Um, Jimba. Yeah, Jimba. Mm, Gogeta, it's the fusion dance thing. Which. As far as I remember, is not canon at all. Gogeta is not a canon character because he only appears in, in the movies and in GT. Yep. Yeah. But I don't know if that one could have happened. I don't remember who was dead. I think was Vegeta dead at the time, but Goku was not or something. I don't fucking know. 
Maybe Goku. Uh, no, Goku was because he's with Pika on here. Vegeta was dead because they let him out of hell to do this. So, so that that would have had to happen like during Majin Buu then. And then uh, Return Wrath of the Dragon could have happened after Majin Buu, I guess. That's the one with Tapion and Haruta Garn. So yeah, I don't know. I think yeah. I, I I might have had better theories back in the day. I mean, I knew none of those except for. As far as anime goes, none of those except for, like, Garlic Jr. or the Dead Zone one could really be canon. Literally, Bojack is the easiest you get. As far as full-on movie, easiest one you can get. Yeah. Like, like I, 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 if you were to tell me Bojack was canon, that's fine. I can accept that. Because it's right after the Cell games right. and Trunks there's, is still hanging out. There's nothing limiting it from having yeah. a problem. But all these other ones are just, like... I don't know. I think uh, maybe... Well, no, yeah, that Broly and Broly really wouldn't make sense because oh. uh, Goten knows who Goku is in those movies. Yeah. And he just met him during the Boo Saga. Yeah. So it's it's Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well to be fair, like this happens all the time. Especially like Oh, I know with anime movies it they they don't matter. Well, for instance, like, you know, the seven the seven legendary swordsmen or whatever, Naruto. Mm-hmm. They were in a fucking filler episode and they yeah. were not at all what the seven know, swordsmen yeah. were even supposed to be. Like Sasuke shattered one of their swords. I was like, What the fuck? Like that doesn't he shattered a lightning sword with Shidori. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> but yeah. I don't know. Maybe I, maybe I thought I had better theories back in the day. But uh, yeah, I guess... Uh, unless I sit down and actually think about them and have like a fucking marker board with fucking strings and nah. stuff or something trying to connect yeah, yeah. them. There's really not anything that really could go together <clears throat> with most of these. Like, like I said, the the ones that count would be the Trunks and Bardock. Bardock well, those are TV specials right. anyway. So those, yeah. Uh, Dead Zone and really the Bojack because everything else possibly just, Bojack but they never mentioned them again right you know, or Broly it's like oh yeah we fought this Broly guy yeah, three times you know it, don't it, worry about it, him it, I mean it just doesn't make sense like I said like the cooler one like at first thinking about it I was like maybe that's arguable but it's not really because he, he would have had to come back immediately from Namek mm-hmm. Trunks would have been there because obviously the Cell Games haven't happened. Because Gohan. Is- well, no Trunks. Well, this could have happened like Trunks left right after he defeated Frieza and met Goku, and all that stuff. So this could have happened in that two-year time gap. Maybe, but like I said, it would said, have had to happen after Mecha Frieza, though. It was kind of strange. I think the cooler ones might be able to work because, like I said in the movie, it's weird because he has trouble going Super Saiyan for some reason. He literally has to have like. A similar situation happened with the whole Frieza thing, and then when he came back straight after Namek, and he was in the whole Yadrot, I thought about it. He was, mm-hmm. he was Super Saiyan when he came back, and he was fighting freaking uh, Trunks just like it was nothing. Mm-hmm. So it's it's weird, like it doesn't add up with what was going on at the time. So unless it was like Goku's one bad day, like <laughs> I don't know, it's really weird. It's like Goku's one bad day, <laughs> can't fucking catch a break. Yeah, I don't know. I would like to sit down and watch these, though, at some point. Another thing is, is like, if you think about it, if if Frieza was going to come back, why wouldn't he bring Cooler with him? Like, <laughs> you know, because Cooler, and that's another thing, like, Cooler knew all that shit. Yeah. And, you know, nothing seemed to come of it. <laughs> of course, Cooler also acted like he didn't give a damn about his family anyway, so. Yeah. And then, of course, you have uh, Battle of the Gods and Re- Resurrection F, which both happened in the TV series now. They have their own versions of them. Which I guess those are the canon. Quote-unquote. Yeah. <laughs> Dragon Ball Z is not the best to discuss that kind of stuff. No, nope. so just want to enjoy the ride, I guess. Considering, for the most part, I think most people think GT is completely written off anyway. So. Yeah, I think that's the case, which I think that was always kind of the case, really. Yeah. But they still put that shit in the games and everything, so... 
Well, why not? You know, whatever. People like Super Saiyan Four. I think it's like GT. Other than Pilaf's gang, it could it could still happen. <laughs> now, no. Other than Pilaf's gang, I think it could still happen as far as like the timelines and stuff. Why like would that. he need Super Saiyan Four if he go to God? Maybe it's better than a god. <laughs> I don't think so. I do not think that. Maybe there's a reason like... he can't use God anymore. Where's Beerus? He died. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. The god of destruction? All right. I don't know. I I think it's just best to be like, that's its own thing. I know. It, it's, it's its own thing, like the movies. They were in a dark place when they made that. <laughs> Although I'm sure there's people out there that can argue that GT has a more, can't, like, a normal storyline than most. And actually has less plot holes than the original series. Uh, GT, I don't think it's as bad as most people say it is. It's not the best, but it's well. I mean, it's, it's very watchable. I guess there's some better character development in GT with the whole Nova Dragon thing. Mm-hmm. When or, or hell, the last episode is fucking fantastic too. Even when Goku's like, you know, going through the world and everything, saying his goodbyes. And oh, stuff. I thought you were talking about the part where he fights Omega Shinron. And no, no, I, I'm, I'm talking like, about the part stupid where he like just kind of tells everyone bye and rides off on the dragon and he goes to hell to say bye to Piccolo and everything. And then they have the the tournament and he's there all grown up and whatever. Yeah. No, I... I, The one thing that I think really turned me off of GT like completely was the last fight with Omega Shinron and it was Mm. like a joke because it was Super Saiyan Gogeta 4. (laughs) I was like, uh, I don't even know what that is. And literally like he's like going calm and like prize balls come out and Omega Shinron fires like his most ultimate attack and he just kicks it. I'm like, oh, this is this is when you know you've reached the <laughs> maximum you can be, and you're done. Goku, a Gogeta right now is gone. Like, you're done. So, I don't know. Yeah. All right. Um, I think we should end this on something I wanted to try before. Oh God. It's kind of a haphazard way of doing this because we can't really play the game because you need at least three people, but we can still discuss things about it. I guess. Uh, there's this game I picked up a while ago, which I don't think I've had three people together here <laughs> in a long-ass time. Uh, it's called Million Dollars Butt, since we've been talking about people owing each other million dollars all night tonight. Oh. Yeah, but um, basically the premise of this game is kind of like Cards Against Humanity. Uh, and the way you would play it normally would be um, one person's the judge, and then everyone takes like, uh, you, they draw a certain number of cards and they mix them together. And he's just like, million dollars, but this, every time you do this, this happens. Something, and as far as the judging goes... Oh, you'd win a million dollars, but you have to do this. Right, but every time this happens, like, this other thing would happen. Like, for example, and, and we can use these for, like, discussion points just to, or to have fun with or something. I would like to play this game, but I need more people. Gotcha. <laughs> um, for instance, this one. Million dollars, but every time you buy something, you burn the roof of your mouth like you just ate scalding hot pizza. Now, some of these get more vulgar, too, of course. Oh, I'm sure. But, and the point is, like, with more people, the judge will look at them, and the fun of it is also discussing it, you know, and like, well, what about this, and what oh, about this, yeah. like, what kind of pizza okay. is it, you know? Gotcha. And, um, but the judge, he picks the one out of all of the people, like, which one he absolutely would not do for a million dollars. And that one, whoever gave him those, gets the point for it. So it's kind of totally, like... It's just like cards. Yeah. Almost. But with two people, it's pointless. Yeah. Because literally, like, we'd be judging each other. And yeah, and it. that's, like, the, that's the basic way to play. There's all these house rules and stuff. Like, I guess, like I said, I would like to play it, but I haven't gotten more than one person over here gotcha. in a long time. Although, I do have Sutures, which is a two-player game that uh, Jared made earlier this year. Oh, yeah, I haven't yeah. played it in a good long while, so I probably forgot how to play it. But, um... 
yeah, let's let's try this out. Maybe I can make this into like a new segment, even though it's kind of ripping off an actual show that Rooster Teeth makes, which is what this game is based off of. Oh shit! Copyright. <laughs> but hey, I'm trying shit. Whatever, and I still need to respond to John on Facebook about that Berlin thing. <laughs> that was like an hour like, ago. Thanks, thanks for the invite. And actually, you know what? I'll do that right now before we get this started. So uh, that he knows. And then you can just say that you responded to him while we were podcasting. Uh, I know. Well, he'll know when he listens to this. <laughs> goes up live now. Well, it's about to if my computer ran. Okay. Yeah. All right. Here's John. I checked in at Taste of Berlin and Brandon because we were there. Cool German food. I'll go there again sometime, hopefully. John pulls his classic line, thanks for the invite. Pretty much. <laughs> so Jacob is going to reply, I thought you had a gay volleyball game tonight. Which is also true. <laughs> Which is also the reason he can't do anything Friday nights, apparently, because he's playing his, his weird adult under I guess. Game. I mean, I figured it'd be done by now, but you know. <clears throat> all right, and uh, we can see how that works out later. But uh, all right, so just for fun, maybe maybe you'll be my test on this. I don't know how well this would work with John, but uh, you're a much better host anyway. You know, don't. <laughs> there you go, folks. John is dead. <laughs> all right, so this goes this million dollars, but when you get a haircut. You have to stick your hand in the nearest toilet. Would you take that or not? I would because I only get a haircut twice a year. That's not bad, yeah. It's <laughs> so, really not that bad. I, I don't have uh, yeah, I, I don't have much to discuss on that because I only get a haircut like <laughs> twice a year. That's not that terrible. Even if it was a uh, bowl full of like the worst diarrhea fucking toilet. You can wash your hands. I can wash my hands afterwards. <laughs> Very much. And still enjoy my million dollars. Yep. Well, that one was fucking easy. <laughs> so if you would have given me that... You would not have gotten a point for that nope. because I could totally see myself doing that. All right. Uh, yeah, yeah, a million dollars, but every time you buy something, you live with the angst of a teenage girl for the rest of the day. Hmm. An angst of a teenage girl. So basically, yes. So, well, now, see, this is where the discussion can come in. What does that exactly mean? Does that mean, like, you have to live literally with, like, an angsty teenage girl for the rest of the day? Or do you feel like an angsty teenage girl for the rest of the day? That's a good question. <laughs> I don't know. Because if it was feeling like one, I might be able to handle that. But it, also, it's every time you buy something. So that could happen quite often. <laughs> depending. Uh... Especially if you had a million dollars. <laughs> well, I guess it depends because the reality is if you have a million dollars and you spend the million dollars one time, then why does it matter anymore? Because then you bought what you have with a million dollars and you only have experience one time. So, I mean, mm. it's kind of like the, the pizza in the roof of your mouth. Well, if I spend all my million dollars one time, I'm good. Like, what does it matter? Yeah. But then again, that also comes to the explanation. Is it referring to every time I buy something with the million dollars or just for the rest of my life buying something? I would I would say, if I was judging this, that would be for the rest of your life. Well, see, if that's the case, it's a different story. Because <laughs> uh, see, then... Because they're like, they're giving you a million dollars, but this has to happen every time you buy something. So I would go, yes, every time from now until... But then we can get meta with this and say, well, if I had a maid, 
and I had her buy my shit, <clears throat> am I technically buying that shit? And do I have to get through? Like, does that does that <clears throat> negate the effect? See, what I'm see that's where the discussion. Yeah. See, this one's pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I would say if it's your money being spent mm. on something for you, or you know, or whatever, not mm. not necessarily like. Yeah, this includes if you're buying a gift for someone or whatever. Uh-huh. But like, if you're spending your money, even if it's via some maid or something, then yes, that still counts. I think. So what if I like give her the money and then she remotely buys me something? You know, like secretly with secretly. <laughs> well, that that would be different because if you just gave her money and she bought you something, then yes, okay, that that wouldn't count. I would believe. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, I mean, I don't know. If it was for the rest of my life, maybe I would consider it, but like reconsider it. But I mean, overall, that doesn't sound terrible. It's not the worst one I've come across. So maybe. Yeah. I probably think about it. That's yeah. a maybe. I would say if it was between this and the toilet one, this one would win the one I wouldn't do, though. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, let's do one more. I, so mean, it, I mean, if it was like stick my hand in the toilet every time I bought something, well, that's going to get kind of annoying. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Million dollars, but whenever a member of the opposite sex asks you a question, which you live with one of those, so you might get that a lot more often, mm-hmm. uh, you must give a eulogy in front of thousands for someone you did not know. That sounds like a pain in the ass. <laughs> Wait, read that to me again? Okay. Million dollars, but okay. whenever a member of the opposite sex asks you a question, so, well, you know, like, if Cindy asks you, why didn't you take the garbage out? That counts. You must give a eulogy. You know what a eulogy is, right? Yeah. In front of thousands of people for someone you did not know. Huh. So that's like, uh, Tim, did you take the... What does she call you, Tim? <laughs> or baby? <laughs> no. honey? Hello, honey. <laughs> no, she's... Hey, honey. You take the garbage out. Usually Tim. Then, uh, uh, it, I don't know. Like, that's... <laughs> it's like, hey, Tim, did you take the garbage out? And it's like, shit. And you I gotta mean, go in front of a thousand people. <laughs> And, I mean, and give a eulogy speech for someone you did not know. I mean, technically, that could turn me into, like, the nicest guy in the world, I guess. But this is every time that... And uh, not just Cindy, but anyone of the opposite sex. Anyone that has a fucking vagina. Ask you any question. You have to eulogize someone that you did not know in front of thousands of people. I think that one's going on my lower tier list of what I would do. Like, that's definitely probably I think, not something I think if I got those three that we discussed... This would be the one I would right. not do because it sounds like the most just the most hassle. Exactly. I would rather stick my hand in a toilet twice a year <laughs> and be an angsty or, girl or live with an angsty or be girl, an angsty girl <laughs> every time or I bought something. Yes. Yeah. I would just actually that second one with the angsty girl, it might teach me to spend my money. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think if uh, whoever would give me this one, that would be the winner. But um so yeah, that's that's the gist of it, I guess. And uh, I would like to play that with some people someday, but I need more friends that will show up, apparently, and not go to gay volleyball games. Nah, well, maybe one day that'll be a reality. Alright. Um, actually, there is one more thing I wanted to mention real quick, and it's our restaurant idea, apparently, that we found out about. The, the Taco, Taco Coroner. <laughs> yes. Which I, I wish I would have had a better segue to that, but like, uh, the Taco Coroner. Which we saw, we saw a restaurant apparently next to Taste of Berlin that's coming soon called the Taco Corner. But I, I heard Westbrook say the Taco Corner. I was like, so you mean like you know, uh, uh, like a guy that you know will take you to the morgue or whatever, yeah. like the official. Yeah, it will look over your dead body. Right. I'm like, those must be some insane tacos. 
Yeah, that was just a, a slight uh, misreading of something as we drove by. But I would almost totally be more willing to go to a restaurant called Taco Coroner because I would be more interested. Oh, yeah. And yeah. saying, what uh, well, what kind of tacos? I mean, yes, I get it. If I eat a taco, I might need to see a coroner <laughs> afterwards, but is it... He's, he's there to show you what it's going to do to your body after you're dead. <laughs> it's like, look, I already know what it's going to do to my body. I'm still getting a goddamn taco. Pretty much. Just it, go Start <laughs> filling out the death certificate now. As you walk in, you have you sign it out. <laughs> I think that's a million dollar idea there. I mean, I might have to stick my hand in a toilet <laughs> for it. But hey. It was pretty funny. I thought it was. Pretty I good. thought it was. Yeah, I'll probably name the episode that. Coming <laughs> soon. Taco Corner. Yeah. That's also a t shirt idea. <laughs> that and the fucking Everwinter Club. But that's another story. <laughs> that uh, I'll tell next time. Sounds yeah, good. that'll be something to salivate and wait a month to hear. Yeah, next year, guys. Next year. <laughs> Push back. Y'all, y'all will forget about the, 2019, uh, the fucking Everwinter Club that I had uh, co-founded with someone. So, yeah. Um, that has been the Masters of Nothing episode 15. Um, I'm Jake. You can, as usual, find me at Sayman886 pretty much anywhere. Um, I really need to pre-record this one day because it would be easier for everybody. Yep. Um John is not here. You can find him at DRaysFan101. Please. Or playing volleyball with his gay friends. (laughs) (laughs) Or doing that. Um, Westbrook, do you want to give out anything for your shit or do you care? I don't particularly keep up with any kind of media. And on Xbox Live right now, I just started it today. There is an official Masters of Nothing club. It is public. Please ask to join if you want. Um, I will not promise that I will socialize with anyone there. Because if it doesn't give me, like, uh, notifications or anything, I will probably end up ignoring it, knowing me. But still, you can see, you so know. So there's basically no point to listening to what he's telling you at this point. But if a lot of us get on and, you know, a lot of people get in there and it's like, hey, we're all playing, uh, what's the newest, hottest game? Gears of War 4 is coming out in a couple of weeks. It's like, oh, there's all these people playing Gears of War 4 that are fans of the Masters of Nothing. So let's get no, on there and, that. you know, chainsaw some <laughs> bitches up. The whole three people, which means we won't be able to play with them anyway. Because well, too many well I, I do have a private club called the Red Ribbon <laughs> Army as well that will be more exclusive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he also ignores but, them, too. <laughs> I ignore them just as much as they ignore me. But I am the I am Commander Red of, of these great clubs. And John is I mean, Commander Blue. <laughs> General Blue. General Blue. Yes, uh, that only makes the most sense if you've watched Dragon Ball. Ah, uh, he but, even looks like the bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and he's gay like that, too. That was the joke. <laughs> but, uh, such a cheap shot. Just oh, a cheap shot. Yes. Uh, anyway, you can also check us out at uh, themastersofnothing.com, Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, Podcast, thebitblastnetwork.com, uh, which I think we are still currently the most downloaded show as of right now because DJ Miles does not put his numbers up there. <laughs> ah. But uh, check all of them out, too. There's still a ton of past episodes you can listen to there, which I need to catch up on a few for a few of those shows. And uh, with that, I'm sure Westbrook needs to go to the bathroom again because oh, yeah. he has a very tiny oh, bladder. Yeah, definitely. I'll be in there for a few hours. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be dying in there after all the double shots and surge you've had tonight. Yeah, I'm surprised I'm still moving. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, it'll be like Fry on Futurama when he had the 100 cups of coffee. Oh, it's like... Ding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All, all right. right. And uh, yeah, that's a wrap, I think. Adios. <laughs>